Hey, this is Paul Stanley, and this is Gene Simmons from KISS, and you're listening to Juan and Joe, who just paid me five bucks to say, listen to this podcast. If you missed any part of this plug, go to kissonline.com. Boom. Got the coffee in me already. I'm trying to actually reduce. I've been, I've been having trouble sleeping the past like week and a half. I traveled last week and that fucked me up. But now being like it continues. I and haven't. I, uh, coffee does not. The caffeine does not fucking wake me up. That's the problem. Well, it's not a problem. That's well. I think I think that sucks. <laughs> I always like yeah, I'll rotate focus. between like. I just I can do any drug I want. I can do caffeine all day and sleeping pills at night, and I'll be fine. And then the next day, it's like, I should just, you know, go vegan and not eat anything or never take caffeine. Like, my mind is, I can't yeah. do one of these. The, like the proverbial cat. Yeah. yeah like, oh. Shiny things. Shiny yeah. new things. Yeah, I can do this differently. Maybe I should just never drink caffeine again. Uh, no, no. That's not that caffeine doesn't work for you because, I mean, it's a drug delivery device. It's, it is a dr- Well, coffee's the drug delivery device. Caffeine's a drug. Caffeine's a drug. But it helps It helps me focus and it helps me. It's almost like Ritalin. Okay, does. so you get It doesn't it. wake me up yeah. that way. But... Like, especially for working out, because, you know, I've read a lot of articles. It's like working out is caffeine um, keeps your muscles from fatiguing faster. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is why I take it, which is why I usually have a little bit of coffee before I hit the gym. Yeah, you get pep. I like it because it kills appetite, and I don't like to eat for at least two hours before exercise. I just, I, I feel more in beast mode immediately when I show up at the gym or when I do it at home if I've had nothing, no food in me for at least two hours. I yeah. hit it running a lot oh. faster. Huh. Yeah. I guess it just affects it affects people differently. Yeah. I mean, I I drank oh the other day, well the other night I was working on an animation and uh it was I don't know 11:30 or something like that, 12 o'clock, and I was like midnight and I was like, "Well, I got to at least stay focused, you know, just to get my shit together." And I just fucking drank coffee, but you know, once I was once I'm done like working, I fucking crash. Like this shit does not Caffeine just does not wake me up in that fashion. Hmm. I found that if I drink it too late, it's not that I won't fall asleep. It's that if on the off chance I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm fucked. Yeah. If I wake up at 3 a.m. because a dog wakes me up or anything or I got to piss, then I can't get back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But but as far as just like hitting the pillow and going to sleep, it's fine. But that's what what happened to me like the past week and a half has been odd. Whereas like. I, when I if I go through insomnia phases, it's usually like I wake up and I'm like fuck, I'm awake, right? And like I have the sense that I know it's ten o'clock. Like I went to bed at eight thirty, right, or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like I get it. It's uh, this is gonna suck. The past week it's been I wake up and instantly I'm like oh I- I'm supposed to get up in a few minutes anyway. Like it's it's morning time and it's been maybe an hour. It's oh. like eleven thirty eight last night. Perfect example. I woke up and I was like oh fuck, it's like five a.m. This sucks. Like I would just another hour. And I look at the clock and it's 11.38 and I went to bed an hour and a half ago. Wow. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So uh, a story, way back when I got my hands on a copy of the Anarchist Cookbook. Yeah. We were like 20. And uh, I'm probably on the FBI list still because I bought it through Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> I like ordered it. I had no fucking clue, right? And uh, Cool. And, and it tells you how to cook banana peels. I think it only raised you on the list. You already on it. <laughs> <He's> probably. <laughs> like, like, oh, geez, the kid's back. Look at him. He's yeah, starting yeah, young. Yeah, Keep him there. Yeah. I've stayed under prison to this point. And then it, it tells you how to cook uh, banana peels. It's a real thing. And so really? we did it. Several of us did it. And we all tried it. 
And you, you you scrape the inside of the banana peels. You bake it in an oven till it's like a powder. Right. You scrape it off the pan and then you smoke it. And we all did it and we all had the same experience of time like becoming disjointed. Like we were like, some of us thought four minutes had passed and it had been three hours. Some of us <laughs> thought three hours had passed and it had been 10 minutes. Wow. All of us. And we were all like, fuck. But there was no like high. There was no uh, sort of like joy in it. No bliss yeah. out of it. No uh, euphoria. It was just sort of like. <laughs> just time jumping. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, like let's leave. And like, we've been here two minutes, you know? <laughs> so it was a little anticlimactic? Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. Anything, it wasn't anything special. I mean, you don't hear many people talking about smoking banana peels, right? Like, no, no, no. So, I've heard of it. There's a reason. As an urban legend, but I never knew anybody that tried it. Or it's, I never have either. Yeah, yeah, I never have either. There you go, man. <laughs> uh, urban legend, right here. Follow, in the room. follow your guru into the forest. <laughs> Let's get lost <laughs> instead of found. Uh, yeah. Fuck. So, uh, anyways, welcome to the Joe uh, or the Juan and Joe podcast. We have a our guest, our buddy today, James. Hello. And uh, he's joining us for a uh, for an episode today. We also got to write read a little letter of B Rad, which will be the first time James is actually here reading one of these. Yeah. Um, Sweet. You guys know how it all goes. Uh, James might not be too familiar with it, but in essence, I mean, we just bullshit. We talk like we usually do. I wanted to have James on here. I think he's uh, he's one of the fucking funniest guys I know. He's one of my buddies that i've known for like, i don't know how long is it now 10 12 years Honestly, probably closer to 15 years Fuck, it's been a while yeah <laughs> must be smoking banana peels well and, you knew uh, me when i was throwing a log <laughs> in the backyard dude <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was a long time that was ago. a long time ago and i'm glad it's far behind and we me. haven't grown up much since <laughs> so <laughs> so thank god <laughs> so he's here because uh i was like uh james's input his insight on a lot of things um i honestly um and i've told baden up to a lot of people i think i think james is one of the smartest people i've known mm -hmm. in my life um and I, I like how you always look at shit the way you put things together in your mind and you always have a course of larger vocabulary uh james is oh, much of an today. author right is yeah. that right uh like yeah, you, yeah. yeah i've yeah. had a few short stories published and yeah. uh, and a, a comic book in a Sort of like, uh, what's the word of it for? Hustler oh, Magazine article? Underground, yeah. <laughs> Dude, let, dear editor. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yes. I've had a few sh uh, short stories published. And, okay. And I like to always throw out there, I've written a few novels, never got some published, but I did have an agent. And oh. as the business goes, well, when it was, this was pre-internet, pre-digital publishing, all that shit. I had an agent in New York, which was like the big thing that they all taught me. It was just like mm -hmm. all the publisher officers were like, you want an agent and the only agent you want is one in New York City. Makes Nowhere sense. else, not even in LA. Right. Like it's New York or go. And I had one for two of my novels and we couldn't get them, but we got to editors. We were with Putnam and Viking and Penguin and like, I'm just proud of that. So I want to say that because... A lot of people will be like, oh, you had some short stories published. Get out there, fella, and be somebody. Like, you know? That's cute. Yeah, pull this one and play Jingle Bells. Like, fuck you, too. You know? I, played, I played basketball, too, yeah. in high school. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Nice That's job. That's great. I got a girlfriend in Canada. Those types of stories. It's like, yeah, I know. So I've got four stacks of paper like this at home, and they've gone nowhere. They've gotten me nowhere. Yay! Hey, you're on the couch. What do you mean nowhere? Exactly. Right I'm fucking here. I gotta tell you what, man. Seeing an actual piece of mail that someone wrote yeah. on and sent to you yeah. blew my fucking mind. It's you fucking that up crazy, dude, isn't it? Yeah, it's I was a, just like, oh, that still happens. Yeah, yes. the whole feeling is yeah. that you know, 
He's stuck in like 1994. So not not <laughs> yeah. just in the fact that he's mailing a letter, but the lingo in here and and the reaction to things is just like you know that's that's part of the whole reason we read these is it's just fascinating. Huh? Yeah, may I touch it? Yep. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it was delivered by a oh, male person. Oh, you told me about this. Now I see. Well, I saw this, and yes. I get now. Oh man, right. That's right. gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. So so basically, uh, and as people the people that have been listening to this and and uh, you know already know how this goes, but the people that maybe we'll be new to this is uh it's pretty lighthearted stuff i know yeah so my buddy's in prison really quick my buddy's in prison brad or b rad i guess we could say has been in prison since 94 he's in for life um no possibility of parole at this current time nope. uh went in at 18 and has now just as he said on august 9th uh just had his 25th birthday as he calls it because he's been in prison for 25 years um but still lighthearted. every time i tell people i'm like well it's lighthearted because a lot of people are always like oh god that's gonna be kind of serious that's crazy right yeah you'd have to do a lot of convincing oh well you should it doesn't take much convincing if you fucking uh kind of hear what he writes because that motherfucker just like jokes about shit and just says the weirdest fucking off the wall stuff so it works out great, and then, uh, and I don't know if I told you before, but you know, I had finally seen him for the first time since '94 this year in February. It was uh -huh. the first time I ever seen him uh, because I was able to visit him because they transferred him from Nevada to Arizona uh -huh. for two years because. I mean, come on, prison's, <laughs> prison's not about reform, it's about profitability, right? So two years, two years, nine, what was it, two years, I think it was like nine billion dollars or some shit like that, that the state got for that shit. And, mm -hmm. and then the, the correctional facility here is actually owned by a company from Hawaii. Yep. Right, there's private firms that yeah. own prisons yeah, all over right, the place. Right. Yeah, Just fucking loaded. Government you know? contracts. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's why I was able to see him, uh, and I haven't been able to see him when he was in, in Nevada, even though he's not too far from Vegas. He's probably like 45 minutes from Vegas, but trying to get visitation there was a fucking nightmare. And and it's just like, it's like they, they, they treat fucking visitors like fucking criminals, you know? <laughs> you want to see this guy? Yeah. Like, you must be bad. Oh, yeah, You're a associate, you, exactly. you fucking pariah. How dare you, you be know? a human being? What the fuck are you? Humanity <laughs> doesn't play here. <laughs> These are animals locked up in here. They don't deserve any uh, it's like visitation. Maybe we shouldn't treat animals that way either. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, you know, that's basically what it is. But we usually just kind of bullshit as, as we were just bullshitting actually about one of, uh, I would say, our favorite movies right before we turned the mics on were The Big Lebowski. Uh -huh. um, James hasn't been over here uh, to, this, to my place. In the studio. To the studio. Oh, yeah. To the studio. That's um, more professional. I, did I mention I, I wrote a few novels? <laughs> Welcome to the studio. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the studio, people. You could, you could read his novels at, okay, I think one's at yeah. playgirls forward slash. No, at, <laughs> at myofficeathome.com. <laughs> Sit on the couch. Yeah. Write, me a, write me a letter. You can come over and stare at it and cry with me. <laughs> <laughs> write me a letter, too, please. Um, does anybody even know how much stamps cost? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I have the forever stamps, so I um, bought them years ago. Oh, I have two of those because I had to actually send a piece of mail out yesterday. But that's besides one thing. Brad. That's one thing that Brad, yes, besides Brad. But that's one thing that Brad, you know, bets on in, in, in prison for sports yeah. is 
betting on stamps. Stamps, you know? yeah, makes sense, dude. <laughs> yeah, the economies there are different. Uh, but similar, I would think. You know what? Stamp. If you if you boil it away and and you get to the subtext of it all, right? It all comes down to like what, what, needing or wanting a thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You need Always. or want that thing. Yeah, it don't matter where you're at. What your life circumstances, it doesn't matter any. There's always no. something you, you could be, again, you could be fucking Jeff Bezos. Yeah. You still want something, yeah. right? I mean, it's always, you always want something. Yeah. But when he, when Bezos tells you what the fuck he wants, your head will explode. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the South Park episode? So, uh, like, I'm not derailing anything. I'm not. No, no, like, you're fine. Okay, no, we can go wherever you want. No, no, no. We can yeah, breathe into the studio <laughs> space here. That's right. Yes, please. Uh, Jamie! <laughs> uh. Get my coffee, dude. Put some whiskey. I need some Irish. Um, oh, dude, I saw a great meme last night. It's fucking, uh, it was a, a bowl of mashed potatoes and they called it Irish guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like that's that fucking shit. clever. That's dude. good shit. Jeez, I already lost my track. Uh, South Park did an yeah, episode with Jeff Bezos, I think in the past year or two, and uh, he's like one of those aliens from the '50s movies where his head's like five times too large and he's got a bunch of blue veins popping out of it. I, I can't even remember what the joke was. It was just that was enough. The that fact was, that yeah. he, he literally is a thousand years into the future. A hundred percent. Him and Elon he, Musk and all those guys. Do you know yeah. about his company? He's got a company. Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot that. I just read about it a few weeks ago. It's called Blue Something. He he takes a billion dollars a year out of his own money. His sells his stocks and shit like that, and he's investing it in uh, space travel. Jeez. Now, you tell me, like, all wow. these fucking ultra-wealthy pharaohs of today mm-hmm. investing right. all this money in getting off this planet. Right. Like, if that doesn't <laughs> send a clear well. fucking message to everybody, <laughs> yeah. you're not paying attention. Get right. off reality yeah. TV. Oh. These guys are just telling you, like, like this place is fucked. Yeah. It, well, and it's, it's beyond it's, repair. Yeah, we're it trying is. to escape. It is fucked yeah. because, because it's fucked because of the staph infection called humions. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's fucking spreading. <laughs> yeah. honestly. Uh, I watched uh, The Matrix last week with my 17-year-old because she hadn't seen it yet. I'm oh, like, the I'm first like, this one? This is what you have to watch. And she's like, this is amazing. I love this movie. Was I wasn't sure. One? Yeah, the first one. Is yeah. the movie older than your daughter? Uh, she was born in 2001. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, that came out. Holy shit. came out in 99. That's got to be fascinating to sit there with her and see if it's like if it lasts yeah and, and even you know, Jamie like, can you look that up <laughs> and I was watching it but, but and some of those movies I've watched with her like I wouldn't watch the Three Amigos when she was like 7 or 8 uh-huh. and I'm like oh this is kind of a train wreck like, it's it 99 didn't, it didn't, it didn't even hold up for me oh. I was like that was one of my favorite movies when I was little yeah, it's 99. 99 99 that's yeah. cool man yeah, yeah. So I was, I was really happy that she was impressed with it. And, you know, when they talk about, you know, humans being the virus and all that, she's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. It's a so good now flick. It's like coming, yeah, now it's coming to reality because we're, you know, how many years ahead of that. Right. It's like, yeah, we really are. We are well, sci-fi, yeah, usually shows you a curve. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I'm thinking Phil K. Dick is like, yeah, I'm like 70 years ahead. That's why I'm so crazy in public arenas. Right. Nobody <laughs> wants to talk about my shit. I'll just have to put it in a book. Nothing's <laughs> too far-fetched nowadays, for real. No. Nah. The only thing I crack up about what I was Tell like Baden, I always tell people, uh, you know, whether it be maybe something like uh, Total Recall, for instance, and they're like, okay, and they're like doing the future and shit <laughs> like that, right? And they still have this fucking contraption on the on the table, or they have a fucking newspaper still sitting there on the side, and I'm like, <laughs> and it's like the year two thousand. A fifteen. I'm like, uh, yeah, that shit. That shit was a little off at that point. The, hey, we can track him, and then they do the tracking, and it's like this green <laughs> yeah. DOS screen, it's a fucking like, boop, 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 like, uh, Blink. yeah, we we, we way past that. Yeah. Yeah. it's like watching this the old arcade game. Future, yeah. Back then, we're like, no way, you could never do that. Oh yeah, yeah. You like zoom in on the top of their head as they're walking. Oh, there he is. <laughs> it's worse. You can fucking see somebody from space now. Yeah. That. yeah. But the Matrix thing, like the Matrix movie, 
Uh, yeah, uh, it was on a couple weeks ago, too, just on regular television. I don't watch too much edited television. I have to fucking watch, like, Netflix and shit, you know, because I just can't stand... First of all, I hate commercials with the passion, but I just hate that they edit some great parts out. Yeah, you nothing know? was a movie, like... TV edit. Yeah, yeah. But but the fucking movie to me still holds up. I thought it was yeah, still it was fantastic, really you know. I've watched it. Yeah, I've watched it a long time, but er, there there's so many references to it. I, people drop memes all the time. Yeah. Especially the Deja Vu one seems to pop up a lot. Yeah. It's yep. like, oh, yeah. Look, I just saw that cat. You well, know? yeah, I used to yeah. always say there's a glitch in the Matrix after that. Whenever there was a Deja Vu, I'm like, whoa, glitch in the Matrix. And then yeah. finally she's like, well, that's where you got that from. I'm like, yeah. Like everything I have came from a movie. Somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Dad, so you're just a movie meme generator. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. That's right. Yes, actually, I oh, am. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've told Jose too. Like I used to think my dad was the funniest guy in the world. Like all his jokes were great. And then I listened to a Steve Martin album. Like oh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's just, my dad's just Steve Martin. <laughs> you know what? You can't emulate a better person. It doesn't get better than Steve Martin. Like you think of a guy who took comedy and good nature and put it together. I remember this guy I lived with had a, one of his comedy albums, an actual vinyl. And when you opened it up. It's him with a, a tie that's a fish, and it just says, Best Fishes, Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Like, that's oh such a dad God. joke. Yeah, like, dad that's, jokes, that's so awful, and I'm laughing out loud at the same time. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. I love you, but I hate myself yes. for enjoying it. Yeah. Yes. You expert banjo player, you. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking... Uh, that is true, though. But, yeah, going back to the Matrix shit, I mean... You know the the the, <laughs> the the craziest thing I find about the Matrix now is both like Wachowski are sisters now, right? Instead of brothers, uh, they both transformed into uh, they're, tra- they're both transgenders, I believe now. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating. Both of them? Yeah, the first one took the one, wow. the first one took. Well, the re- I saw the poster for some, like they're gonna they're working on a new one, and Keanu signed up. This is just like in the past. I like, did hear And it that. said the Wachowski sister. That's and I just, I figured it was like their younger sister or something, but no. I didn't look deeper. Wachowski, oh, they're right there. It's a one, two, three, fourth Wachowski sex change. No shit. Yeah, Wach- the Wachowski sisters did not change gender. Their gender was female. They both transitioned yeah. to live their true gender. Blah, blah, blah. You know, because they always do that. But yeah, here's um, here's one that you can see. This is Lana now. Lana and Lily is what their names are now. Um, the fascinating part is like both wow. of them decided to do that. Like, yeah, and then twins? one of them did it first, and then then the other one eventually, I guess, followed suit. No but shit. I didn't man. know you guys didn't know. Oh wow. yeah, I, I had I, no clue. You want to talk about a glitch? In <laughs> and I work in this field, dude. Like, yeah. See, that's one of them. No shit, dude. That is awesome. Holy shit, dude! Wow. So wait, I mean. He, she, right? She identifies as she. So she yeah. literally, like, I would not look at that picture and ever think that at one time was born a man, Never, born male. Right. Never. Yeah, so uh, so that that's what's a, such a fucking trip. And uh, <clears throat> that's what I find actually extremely fascinating because I'm like, what the fuck, both of them? Yeah. yeah, that is weird. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a trip. So that's the thing when they're talking about now Wachowski it's not like it's not really the Wachowski brothers anymore it's, <laughs> I know, crazy, it's you know? perfect like it worked it's like these are guys like with their films right they work to bring about the future in a way yeah oh, another yeah. bringing about the future <laughs> in real life yeah by showing people like talk like, about just fucking how can we just shock people just a little <laughs> bit more well or just be a part of it. N- yeah. No, not to challenge just like were they are they doing it for shock value or are they doing it because like we can all do whatever the fuck we please and they're doing it. They're like, like I, I always felt like a girl. 
And I think that's what it is. I think I, finally they got, I mean, they hit it so big with the fucking Matrix. Now it's just like, well, now that I got the fucking money, True. I, fuck it. Now can, I can do what I, I got to do. That can help. live without being, yeah, yeah. Not without fear of judgment because I'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's all, you know. Security. No, we don't do heavy here, right? You said we, we keep it light. <laughs> no, it we don't do fucking matter either way. It, it's so true. Like a lot of people say like, it's not the, money doesn't matter, right? It's like things like family or bought and it's like, you're leaving out a piece of the puzzle. Like, that's bullshit. Money fucking matters. And it, it makes does it fucking matter. Because there are a lot of people out there who can't come out of the closet, so to speak, and right. say, say who they are and what they want to be because they could lose their job. People could right. take out oh, opportunities away from them. And they will, yeah. And it's like, it's like money does help, man. It re- and uh, that's what I was saying. That's one of the harder lessons as a, I learned as I was growing older and older, and I'm just like, fuck, the money matters. It matters oh, so much. Fuck. And I used to be one of those knuckleheads who would be like, money don't matter, man. It's all about like people and us and just doing your thing. And it's like, Yep. No, no, dude. I'd love, a, I'd love to have a shitload of money. Money helps. It, it yeah. helps. I, yeah. I, I, money, money definitely helps. It doesn't solve all the problems. No. But it definitely helps with a lot of problems. Yeah. And the one thing I always say, like I've always said, is I've never heard uh, somebody that makes a lot of money going, God, it sucks making so much money. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, if I can only not make money yeah. for a couple of years, it'd be. I have never heard. That's one shit that just doesn't get old, making no. fucking money, you know? There's a guy, uh, he's big into positive psychology. His name's Sean Aker, and he's got, okay. a, he's got several great TED Talks. He's been around for years at this point, but uh, he talks about that dynamic where people equate. The problem is, it's like money equals happy or right. money equals success. And it's right. like, no, like totally fucking wrong. And that, you spiral out from there. Like That's if you right. live with that in you, you're going to 10 years down the line, you're going to be like, why the fuck am I so miserable? Money means happy. That's fucking a hundred percent. Yeah. And now yeah. people, other people get confounded because they're like, that guy's got all the money. Why isn't he fucking stoked? Right. And like yeah. that confounds them. You can be rich and miserable very easily. Oh, oh no. Right. Easy because a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times that I've, that I mean, I could see is that a lot of times that people are rich, they fucking burn everybody on the way to the top. Sure. Therefore, at that yeah. point, you no fucking for everybody. Nobody's gonna fucking like fuck that guy, yeah. you know. And that's a, that's how it ends up turning out. That's why eventually you have all this money, yeah. but you're fucking miserable because you fucking burned all your fucking bridges, you know. And that's that I should drop a little knowledge. Like I'm a psychotherapist by profession, so like we research this shit, and we're like we're constantly be giving articles and stuff to read about it. And the research come, always comes back to, and I mean that 100 percent of the time, relationships, bonding and connecting with other human beings is everything. And that's the value uh, that most people towards the end of life pass that wisdom back down the chain. Yeah. And it's sure. just like people lose sight of that because the money fucking helps. Dude, it, <laughs> it helps. The only problem is you have to learn how to balance that shit. Yeah, right? sure. So that's the thing because outside of relationships, fucking health is number one. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have your fucking health, then you can't do shit, right? You can't do relationships, you can't do anything. So then you have those two, you're great. Money... Helps like a motherfucker, ain't no doubt about it. I, I mean, I, I always wish I had more of it, right. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not gonna fucking sacrifice relationships. I'm not gonna sacrifice my freedom. Like I'm gonna go rob a bank because I fucking want money, mm-hmm. you know. At the same time, so there is a definitely a big price to pay at that point. I think part of it is your lizard brain fights how we exist mm-hmm. today. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, money wouldn't matter if it was you know 500 years ago, but it does today. True. We created this entire society to focus around money you know you want something you trade for it i don't know how to grow beans in the backyard no plus i live in phoenix so i couldn't anyways right you know so i have to do something so i can get paid so i can go buy beans and i can feed the family exactly but that's and 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 when you were like money doesn't matter you're you're focusing on how humans were years ago but now money matters you have to be able to purchase things you have to be able to survive i don't think 
Like if the apocalypse hit, I'd be the first to go. <laughs> I have oh, zero sure. skills. I'm not even good with a weapon. So. Yeah, I you have Krav Maga. I have Krav Maga. Yeah, so I can defend myself. You are the you weapon, son. Got, you, yeah. got, you got at least 12 weeks of training under your belt. <laughs> I could definitely stop a knife attack. Um, only if you swing this way or this way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Still, I'm, I'm still under blue belt. You're coming at me all wrong with that knife. I need you to like lower it, please. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I say, like, if Costco closed, I'd die. Like, <laughs> I thought you won't survive. And, and then, you know, uh, Har- this guy Harari, I think Rogan's had him on. He, he's absolutely a genius. He is kind of um, the prodigy of, I shouldn't call, I don't want to insult you, Mr. Harari, of uh, Jared Diamond, who wrote uh, Guns, Germs, and Steels, and The Third Chimpanzee, and his sex fun. Like, he, a uh, true anthropologist, and he, one of the greatest books I've ever read, Gungeons, and I'm not a nonfiction guy. You but read? I, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I at least say I do when I'm on podcasts. <laughs> so people, you have to read it to Jose. Yeah. You can't read. <laughs> oh, it's a great... Uh, not because he can't read, because he falls asleep. The, that John Waters meme where it says, if you go back to, if you go out on a date with someone and go back to their place and they don't have any books, don't fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, John. I'm it's, just the, it's just a shelf of fucking fake books, and they're all carved out. Exactly right. Each one has a knife in it. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not crazy. I have a bunch of books, right? Come on. I could defend myself in that living room. Harari taps into. I mean, he brings what you're saying. Like it's evolutionary psychology is this big field where they look at this. It, like, okay, man. About seventy thousand years, we've been what we call Homo sapiens, and his book's called Sapiens, the first one. And uh, he's just like, look. And this part really stuck out to me. I actually printed the page out and I bring it into my therapy groups and present it and talk about it because it taps into, it's like, look, man, these days we pitch all this bullshit that we're so connected and we make it look like we're connected by this amplified forms of connection called social media. True, true. And we're not. We're no, not. No, we're remember, furthest from connection. And like we were talking about earlier with the money and happiness, that confounds the shit out of people because they get into it and then they can't figure out why it's not real. They can't point at it and be sure. like, you know, they're surrounded by it and in it. And he points this out, and he's like, maybe if we looked at that, but there's no going back. So sure. that's a big part sure. of the problem. True. And he's like, for 60,000 years, we are we gathered this genetic knowledge and understanding that's in us. Not necessarily... It, it's like our brain doesn't read that code immediately like that. Like sure, you're talking sure. about the lizard brain. It's yeah. in there functioning all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But now we're in the you know 200 and something years of the Industrial Revolution. But for 60,000 to 70,000 years, maybe even longer... We lived in tribes, small groups of people, right, right. no bigger than 125, and even that was too large in a way. And we, you know, we moved around by the weather and, yep. and the, the mm-hmm. pack and all that shit. And then if people, you know, all, I don't get too deep into it, but like if someone got cancer, you didn't know they got cancer, you just knew they were sick, and you're right. like, all that shit plays, right. and it's still with us. Right. And possibly w- w- our very own self is fighting that all the time because mm-hmm. it's like. There's a part of us that wants to go to hunt, wants to not sit in a fucking box and yep. tap into a machine. It doesn't Absolutely. make sense in any way. No, it, it it definitely doesn't. And I think like uh, Rogan, when I sent you that, kind of put it best. And I'm just paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly what he said. But he said, you know, the fucking problem nowadays is that we work <clears throat> like in a box. We work for somebody else to make money. We don't live as a community anymore. We are not here to like... Hey, I got fish. You have, you know, do you have beef? We trade this and that. Like nobody's self-serving each other anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all just fucking buy, 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 buy. You know, whether it's food, whatever it is. So there's no, there's no really community service. So you don't live as tribes. Right. We, the only tribe you really nowadays have is your family and your friends, and that's about it. But other than that, 
you notice like you walk around, you walk to the mall, whatever. You're not going, you know, you know, you're not like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how, you know, yeah. you don't. Most people are just don't even fucking talk to each other, hey, you know? Up, like yeah. everybody is just kind of. And that conflicts with, you You know my keyword, we haven't seen each other in a while, so community is, as I've learned more and more about people and I, you know, doing therapy with, community is everything. Man. Sure. I, I, I could, more so than family. And, and I, that's I a it, distinction. It changed for us moving from suburbia, Minnesota. And mm-hmm. in 2011, we moved here and we're in Scottsdale. That's white Minnesota, yeah, by white the way. Minnesota, yeah. We're in Scottsdale, but we're close to any other so it's kind. Like, city. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Coon Rapids. Even, I haven't even <laughs> been there. Yeah, my hometown, Coon Saying. Rapids, Minnesota. It means raccoon. There's a raccoon in the home. Oh. So relax. Okay. <laughs> Wake up, but, white people. But that, but that was like we lived on a cul-de-sac, and we we had when it was Halloween, we shut the block down, and we all went outside, and we sat at a table, and we handed out candy, and we we grilled every weekend, and I mowed the lady's lawn across the street because her husband passed, and mm-hmm. I shoveled her driveway, and it was a race between me and two other men on the street to get to her driveway to clear it that's like that's that's the community and you come out here and there isn't shit and we no. brought unfortunately kind of we brought our nine-year-old out here and now she's 17 and it's like she missed out on that community because yeah. it's, it's different here and it's i think it's because we're closer to the city um i think it's because minnesota is still 1800s Can, <laughs> so, I want to ask so there's you, a lot of that kind of feeling it's, but, it's been how many years since you moved like 2011 so 2008 so you move from the is it i know it's, that's a short span of time it's still like that there um, I think so. I think it is. It's, it's, it's changing, but I think it's just slower to change. You know, things okay. change on the, on the outside yeah. States, California, New York, mm-hmm. and then it kind of goes to the middle. When I lived in Minnesota, I hated being called, you know, living in flyover country, but really, you know, if, if it's in style in New York it, this year, it'll be in style in Minnesota in about two or three years. We okay. are, they are just a little bit behind, but I think the sense of community, um, when we first moved out here, it was funny because you know, this is a transplant state. Nobody's born here. And now as the younger kids come up, they are born here, but our age, they're all just transplants. And so people say, well, where are you from? They're like, oh, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, that's cool. Well, in Minnesota, you know, I lived in the North suburbs and someone moved from the South suburbs. So it was like 35 miles. We're like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Edina. Whoa, what brought you out here, man? Right on. Like, you, like why would you move 40 miles? That's crazy. One <laughs> yeah. Whoa, like, what brought you out here? And I was uh-huh. like, I just moved, man. Yeah. That's why but, I'm wondering if it's slow change in Minnesota. I mean, in, 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 in places like that, is that because you even said, I think you said that your parents' family, except for one, had moved out of the fucking state or some shit, right? Yeah. Like, they all stayed yeah, right, all right there. there. Right? They're all within 10 miles of my parents right now. Yeah, so they all, everybody stays there. <laughs> so all that... Not that it's a bad thing. It passes on to yeah. the, the, you know, kids and so forth. So how is there going to be change? You know, yeah. the, most of the time when you do change and you do grow is you fucking move out and you go somewhere else completely you, different. You you're like, holy and, shit, this yeah. is a whole yeah. other level. So, and, and I think each other, people from transplants from each yeah. other help each other fucking actually move. I don't know, maybe, you know, uh, advance or Bring whatever you want to call it. New yeah, whatever it is, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, because... You're sitting there with your grandparents, you're sitting with your your, your aunt, your uncle, your great uncle, you know, all this and that, and you have never really explored no, it's anything all you outside know, Because of that. when you're a kid, your family is reality. You know, if your dad That's hits right. you with a belt, but my dad doesn't, you know, it, to us, it's both normal. You yeah, know? right. Like, yeah. Well, your dad smacked you with a belt? Shit, my dad never did that. Yeah. But it doesn't mean like, oh, huh, that's weird. Yeah. It's like, my dad that's does my it normal. every Tuesday. Yeah, right. it's Tuesday at 4 o'clock. <laughs> exactly like um, but <laughs> since you guys both brought up Rogan, I'll bring it up again. And it, it stuck with me. I think comedians are my philosophers. I love listening to stand-up comedy because they're the sci-fi for me. You know, they're light years ahead of, like, they have the solutions. It's just 
they're, they deliver it in a, in a funny way. I think they're just not afraid to fucking call it out. Yeah. But and a lot of people. The good know. ones. Rogan yeah. said about 10 years ago in his stand-up, he said, if you think about it, the people in Kansas are all the people that were traveling. They're the, they're the great, great, great descendants of the people who were moving from New York to California, got halfway and said, my feet hurt and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to dig in, stay put, and don't move. And maybe genetically, maybe they really do have that disposition. Well, you, when you keep talking about the, cha- the, the word change keeps... Throw me for a loop here because it's like, well, they don't. They sound like the people up in Minnesota, like from your neighborhood, don't need this sort of. Well, change equals progress is not true, right? right? It, it could they be. They might be happier. Yeah, exactly. It's just sort of like they got what they need there. Yeah. So why fucking mix it up? Like, but again, it's only what you know, right? If you don't know any better, then like if you don't know what else is out there, of course you're going to be happy. Which is not nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying they don't know now. Maybe. Maybe half of them, if they went out, half of them go like, "Oh shit, this is way better," and the other half would be like, "Fuck this, I'm going back." Yeah, but like that's awful. To, like I prefer, you know, staying in Kansas where my feet don't hurt. Right out here, my feet fucking hurt. Everybody's moving all the time. Yeah. Well, I got a fucking because when Baden said that, I, I think I probably told you this one time, but I can't remember exactly. But it's kind of funny because I have a buddy. Uh, well, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I used to be friends with a with a friend of mine. His name is just Jake. I'll just say, and. Um, and he said, you know, because I originally grew up in a little town outside of Vegas, you know, by the name of Pahrump. And Sorry, did you say Pahrump? Pahrump. P-A-H-R-U-M-P. That's right. It makes me want to say Harumph. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a Harumph out of that and guy. Would it really matter? Yeah. They're both fucking shit. <laughs> Never been there. Uh, you don't want to. So, uh, Jake was actually from Minnesota, okay. actually. His family is. And... That's it was, a Minnesotan name. It was like him. Uh, it was, of course, him and his older brother. And I can't remember if they had a, another sibling. But, you know, the parents and stuff. And they, his dad's like, you know, we're fucking moving, this and that. I don't know if it was an RV or some shit like that. Maybe just a station wagon. Kind of like fucking National Lampoons. <laughs> but, you know, they're like, I, we're moving to California, right? So they packed up their shit and they fucking drove. And this is what, this is what Jake told me. He's like, yeah. So my dad's like, we're moving to California. It's like, all right, cool. So we fucking drove and we're driving to California. Our fucking uh, car broke down in fucking Pahrump. And this is where we stayed. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way out. <laughs> hey, man. This sounds perfect. <laughs> Pahrump. What a great name. Is there a history? Like, do you know why the place made the place got named oh, Pahrump? No, fuck no, I don't. I want to know that, dude. Oh, dude. I want to go to Google right now. Uh, oh, go to Google, dude, seriously. <laughs> Mister and Mrs. Pahrump landed here in 1897. I know they had the bar for the longest time called the Cotton Picking. Okay, <laughs> that might say a lot, and I might not want to look this up or end up on another FBI list. Yeah, Pahrump is Native American for shithole. Pahrump. <laughs> P-A-H-R-U-M-P. Shithole. Desert shithole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Say that again. P-A... P-A-H-R-U-M-P. R-U-M-P. Yeah, Pahrump. Pahrump the best. I love words. I think a lot of people do, right? It's just like, that word sounds great. (laughs) You're the only person that's ever fucking said that. Really? Yes. Pahrump, you're doing it right by me. (laughs) I love you. Pahrump is uh, his hometown. You got Coon Rapids, Minnesota, which means different things to different people. Yes. Depending yeah. on what the room is. Hey, on, on Long Island. Spawn. You're Babylon, right? Ba- yeah, fuck, Spawn dude. I'll I, I tell you what, man. Moment in my life, I remember being 16, walking down the street towards my house, realizing what Babylon meant to most people. 
I had no clue. And then I, it was literally like it paused. You know, I was like, oh, I can't take another step. I'm like, this is the place that God destroyed in the Bible for being the essence of evil. I'm like, what the fuck? Who would fucking name a town this? And then who would settle in that town would move after here? it was fucking named? Like, oh. hey, honey, look, this Babylon. Let's go there. It's like, you know what? And I, not, you know, I'm not religious in any way, but it's just sort of like, that's fucked up. Yeah. It might give you Babylon. All right, this is taking too long. What is Pahrump famous for? Um, <laughs> is easy to reach and hard yep. to forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my dick. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. There's a second reason why it's hard to forget. Because that's where the it's in Knight County, where the fucking brothels are legal. Mm. Oh no shit. Yes. All right. So it has Pahrump has quite a few of them there. Okay. Then we've so, all heard of Pahrump. But we didn't know it was just not where <laughs> yeah. you've heard of the chicken ranch yeah, or cherry's patch, bunny's ranch is okay. in, in Knight County. They're not in Pahrump, but like Sherry's ranch, which is actually unbeknownst to most people, is one of the most famous ones. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, it was in was in Pahrump as well. So that's where they kind of come. In. I mean, it has its own fucking airport. <laughs> oh no shit! Man. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Fly in, Pahrump. Fly yeah, Pahrump. So we always laugh because Pahrump, Pahrump. okay, so back in the day. Before there was any, like, there wasn't any taxi cabs in Pahrump, right? Anything like that. Um, so when you saw a taxi cab, you knew exactly where they were fucking okay. headed. And you knew exactly where they were from. They were from Vegas, yep. and they were looking for the fucking whorehouses. Yeah. So a lot of times, and you, oh, you'd see a limo, and you'd be like, I'm not fucking looking for a whorehouse, right? So <laughs> they'd, be at, one. they'd be at the gas station, and be like, that motherfucker's like the whorehouse, you know? So we'd be over there fishing for fucking beer, for a beer buyer, you know? And they'd just like, you, sometimes you'd have a, a person in a taxi or a person in a limo and be like, hey, so, um, yeah, do you know where, uh, you know, Sherry's Ranch is? And we're like, yeah. And it just depended either they were going to buy a spear or not. <laughs> so, you know, if we felt like, oh, they bought a spear or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you go down this, you go down this road and you'll run into it, you know. And if they didn't, we'd go, oh, yeah, you go down 372. And, and, and it was to California. <laughs> Good luck keeping your erection on that line, pal. <laughs> Sucker. All I wanted was a 40 of OE. Yeah. You couldn't fucking help out, huh? Yeah. Help, help a motherfucker out, yeah. goddammit. I'm too young to get laid in her parump. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. To... Hope, hope your limo driver sucks dick. Because yeah. that's about all you're going to get. Fuck you, I live here. Seriously. Find the alcohol. Yeah, it's got to be fast. Someone's got to have done research there about like... I imagine so. I, this is my... Like, the dynamics of shame. It's sort of like it's got to be way different there if it's all right right it's normal like you're talking about earlier yeah. it's sort of like hey, i'm here to have sex with pay someone to have sex with yeah. me yeah that's all right right Thumbs up. yeah, yeah. And, you, and, and they have a bar where you can actually go to the bar you don't even have to go in to you know have sex with girls you could just go to the bar they don't allow women though only dudes. I was I was just going there. I was like, you said have sex with girls. I was like, are there male branches there? Like, you no. women go there to have sex just with men. women. Just women. Yeah. yeah they because they get, they get all, as Chris Rock says, they get offered dick everywhere they exactly. go. So. They don't fucking need to go pay it. They, they get paid. Yeah. They might be better off. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, son, and I don't want to hear your free. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're fucking animals. You know? <laughs> you know? But it's interesting. They, they, have a, uh, they, they do have a menu. I always want to go pick one up because it's fucking hysterical. And we got one, 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 one time it was like five bucks, but it's a menu of all the shit that you can get done to you. Like, oh, shit. they have all these different 
certain names, and I wish I could remember them now. I can't, but there was one I can't remember. And they're like, okay, you know, um, I forgot what they call them, the girls, but they like she'll put you know different temperatures of liquid in her mouth, and then give, no you, give you you know basically give you fellatio with yeah. each temperature and blah blah blah. And this costs so much, like it's a fucking menu and shit. Yeah, and if like you want to, just... and and there's some, and this is way back. There was some that would like a, a guy. Like, not allowed to take them, but he could stay overnight. But it's like 10 fucking grand for that. Ooh. Like, it's just, it's fucking crazy. Fucking nuts. Fucking crazy. Amount of money. Like, money can buy happiness. <laughs> money always could buy happiness. <laughs> Another lesson I learned later in life is sort of like, John Lennon was wrong. Like, all you need is love? It's like, dude. Fuck put that. Put that. Put love between two pieces of bread and try and survive on <laughs> yeah. that shit, dude. You know, try, take love onto the bus and be like, hey, I got some love for you. Like, can yeah. I get a ride yeah. downtown? Right. Yeah, right. 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 yeah. It's like, love matters. All you need is but love. But it's not all you need. Yeah. No. Or, 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 does it, or did he mean by love? could be anything i love stop getting deep i love pussy so i'm gonna fucking so i'm gonna fucking so that's gonna bring me that's all i need is pussy yeah right that's his love ten thousand dollars to access the vagina so that will bring me happiness so uh once again john in front of lion cash yeah man he was high i'm not gonna bash on it like i i believe in love but uh, it yeah, ain't, but it's it ain't not all the, you need it's not all you need how much money do you have to have to not feel like complete shit when you sign that receipt Ten, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, Do I tip on top of that? Jeff Bezos. This is about, I was, yeah, Bezos, to him, is just like 10000 Why isn't this 100000 What didn't I get? <laughs> what did I, you're chipping me, motherfucker. Yeah. Where's the other menu? Show it to me. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Seriously. Do you like, fucking yes, know Yes, sir. Who? We see hey, the size of your head. Imagine is there any other we can provide Amazon services here and I can't even... <laughs> Seriously. He's like, I want some a la carte, dude. What the fuck? I can order this at home. Is it like a wine where they put the $10,000 one on the menu just so you'll get the $8,000 one? Oh, so you can... <laughs> <laughs> do that with steaks and wine on the on the restaurant menu. Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to look these. That's what, when I get home, this is what I'm doing. I'm looking up the Perump <laughs> fucking Kitty Ranch menu. Come on. Like, who wouldn't? Yeah. It's fucking, yeah. it's hysterical. I, I, last time I saw it, I was fucking busting up over it, dude. Do you think it's online? I, I don't it want to look right be. now. I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's, I would think it would, would be, but yeah. then I could see reasons why they wouldn't, right? This is true. This is true. We Keep want it. you to come yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's why they had to buy the menu for five bucks. <laughs> but somebody <laughs> but somebody would take a picture of it. Yeah, you would it's think. somewhere, yeah. Still. It's yeah, these, post it. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's in 4chan, 8chan. Under anonymous, because they don't want to play that. <laughs> I don't want you to know I spent eight grand on sex. It's like, that's like five months of mortgage payments for somebody. Yeah. Oh, Jacob 1989, you went to the whorehouse, huh? No, 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 no. I just, uh. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so that's one thing that's actually Pahrump is, is known for. <laughs> I can't get over that word. It's amazing, man. <laughs> This makes me think it's, uh, I, I haven't heard the actual broadcast. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Kirsten Schaal, the, the comedian, actress. She does the voice of Wait, Louise. wait, wait, wait. You used an oxymoron. You used a woman comedian. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Post-edit coming. <laughs> Dude, she does the voice of the youngest daughter, yeah. right? I believe that's Louise, right? Yeah. The, with the ear, bunny Burgers. ears on Bob's Burgers, yep. which, by the way, Literally one of the top five greatest programs ever put on fucking television. That's funny. I will fight someone to the death for that one. I literally, look, I'm not getting in. I would fight a child in public to defend that one. So 
Um, I would pay to see that. I, I don't. I, I can't contextualize it too much, but she was on it. Uh, they were talking about her on an NPR program, and she does a travel comedy with some other guy. And they go in front of audiences, and they'll do this thing where at some point. The guy starts to chant, oh, Kirsten Schaal is a horse, she's a horse, Chris. and I don't know the rest of it, but he goes on, and he, while he does it, she must dance around like a horse somehow. And what they do is, he controls how long it goes on for. And sometimes he'll go for like eight minutes, oh, and he's yelling it and screaming it. And I didn't see video, but he gets like purple in the face, and he's winded, oh, and you can hear him. And the audience at some point, I forget what we were just talking about, maybe thinking this, but at some point the audience turns off, right? They're like, okay, we've heard this four times. Like, right. stop, man. And But they keep going. And then eventually the audience starts to laugh again. Come back in. And back they get in. into yeah. the mania of it all. And it fucking turns into hysterics for minutes. Wow. And they were just talking about the nature of that. I forget. Yeah. I, I tangent hard. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's fucking great. We love that that's shit. Interesting, that's interesting. Because yeah. I know that um, some comedians lose the crowd on purpose and then bring them back. Right. When I was working Tim Heidecker shit, yeah. When I was working with um, Billy and we were writing shit and we were talking about a set. You know, you got a set that's five minutes long and you work on it forever and like, finally you got your five minutes for the comedy store or whatever. But depending on if this, the crowd is engaged or not, you might have to, you might have to get closer to the punchline when you're telling some of your jokes or you might get further from the punchline and make them get there depending yeah. on how it's going. So instead of just having one five minute set, you have three five minute sets that you have to like change your timing constantly to keep the crowd engaged at the right level. And then that's when I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah, dude. You, <laughs> seriously. Oh, anybody fuck. gets up yeah, on stage. Open mic night's way easier than this. More, more about than this even fucking, fucking musicians. Like that is probably the, one of the braver things. Like I can't go near it. Like you have to be on point and be willing to suffer that if they're not laughing, like you're gonna die on stage That's a tough in one. fucking yeah. public, dude. That's and a tough one. You're gonna remember that. They're not gonna remember you. No, nope. nope. no. You have to take that with you. It takes fucking guts to and get up there guaranteed. and try. It. Yeah. yeah, it's guaranteed. It's, yeah, it's, there's no. Yeah. I probably won't. No, you will. Yeah. At Dave, one point or Dave another. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock <laughs> fell on their face. George Carlin fell on his face at one yeah, point. Lenny Bruce fell did. on his. Richard Pryor. Yeah, it all. But. They were resilient. They bounced back, like, mm -hmm. thankfully so. Not only resilient, some of them just don't give a fuck. That's yeah. nice. I wish they I just not don't truly give, give a, a fuck. fuck. They have no shame. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. It's shame, yeah. you know, it, yeah, in most circles, it's just not that valuable. It's no. Like, it doesn't hit up too much. No, no I, there's a, I went to watch, uh, I think, Yo, uh, Yoshi, I forgot his last name. Uh, he performed with Craig Guess, and uh, and he's, he's fucking brutal. He, I mean, he's brutal. And he's like, oh, yeah, so I talked, that was on Saturday, I think it was Saturday night, and the previous night, I guess he had performed just in Mesa. He goes, I didn't know it was a Mormon crowd, you know, whatever. He goes, and I started with the fisting joke right off the bat. He goes, and it went down from there. <laughs> he goes, yeah, but I don't care. It was fun. I'd do it again. I don't give a, like, he just does That's not awesome. give a fuck, though. He does not care. That's great. He just goes up. He does his, his, he does his shit. Yeah. And he's just like, if people like it, I love it. If people don't. Like it? I love it. Yeah. I don't give a shit one way or another. <laughs> you, paid. See you, you know, later. like the Jesselnick. Anthony Jesselnick yeah. don't give a fuck. I know that, that name. That insane. I, oh, Jesselnick. I know, no, no, I know. He's got the, the deep voice, right? He yeah. does some of the roasts yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's just really, fucking yeah. brutal. His delivery method is fucking brutal. Oh, his delivery God. method, yeah. Oh, he's always like, you're waiting for it because you know he's going to complete, it's completely in this uh, direction. And yeah. you know he's going somewhere different, but he, even when but he, he goes, goes you're like, oh, fuck. He got me again, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So that, and that's, like, I wish I had more of that. Like, you just don't give a fuck, you know? Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I always think, like, there's, I know there's a line somewhere where, like, giving a fuck matters now. Yeah, and yes, yes, like, yes. I would, 
that's one of my problems. My, my neuroses is just like going beyond the I don't give a fuck. And I got a pretty dark sense of humor. And I, I whip it out in the wrong public, dude. And, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Like, parties have turned against me. And I'm just like... <laughs> And I'm just like, what did Kill I say? Yeah. It's, a, it's a joke. And it's like, not to us, dude. Yeah, not right. here in this context. And I'm like, fuck, I read the room wrong. And, I, <laughs> and that's why I'm not going to get up on stage. Because like, I don't want to die in public. But that is the last place you can do it. And people yeah. that showed up came there to laugh. So whether or not they like you or vibe with you or not, they yeah. came there to be, you know, to be entertained. So... At least you're in the right spot. For you get a much better chance just, of winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, much better chance. Yeah. yeah, say whatever you want. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> and you just paid the eight bucks to show up. You should have researched. Yeah. I think knew I would, it was coming. I would embrace a heckler. I, I, that's one thing I always knew about myself. I would kind of enjoy the heckling because I wouldn't just turn it off. Like that's a conversation started yeah. right there. It's that's just true. Like, like let's go. Fucking why isn't the audience a part of this? Like yeah. this is, and then. I don't know. That's probably not part of the craft or artistry of being a comedian. Like, they're just like, James, stop. You're bringing, you're, you're bringing a whole, trouble. Totally different show, though, right? It, but yeah. I was say, it doesn't mean that it's not, though. Yeah. It just yeah, hasn't, yeah. It might, it maybe it hasn't been done yet. That's just all it is. But the whole thing with, like, okay, so yeah, you're a comedian, like Baden was pointing out. You're just like, yeah, you're there. You're, you're, you're there to see it, and you're there to try to make somebody laugh, okay? Whether you read the room or not doesn't matter. You're there to do a bit, and they're there to watch whatever the hell it is. Yeah, whatever mm -hmm. that bit is, yeah. Sitting in the fucking room, it's coming to a party, and you're just talking like, "Hey, everybody, I want to do a little bit of stand-up real quick." Yeah. And you'd be like, uh, "What the fuck's going yeah. on?" So you know that's the difference. You yeah. know when you're re when you're inside a room and you're trying to say a joke, you're not there, and they're not there to watch you only. You're just yeah. part of a whole little conversation. You know, it's just like us having a party, and all of a sudden, like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm a stripper." You guys are not a stripper. <laughs> you know, like you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Now somebody knocks, you're like, "Hey," and you're like. Oh shit! The strippers the here. Strippers now here. we know what we. Yeah. Now we signed up for what we got. Context specific. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've noticed this about you guys. Like you guys do comedy, right? You make your videos. You talk about it on here. You tried it and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Most of the people I've met that consider themselves comedians and they go out and they do it. Uh -huh. They try to be that comedian all the time. And and mm. the, like you're talking about, they don't read me. Or the immediate content. Right. Just like, 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 stop trying your jokes on me. It doesn't work. The energy's so off that right. nothing they say is funny, and so it's true. actually not funny. Yeah. So true. And I'm just like, like, stop practicing on me. Like, be a human around me, and then I'll be able to access this comedy you're That's trying true. to practice on me. 100%. You guys don't do that. I like that. No, like, it's more conversational. Yeah, it's like have the conversation, and then when the humor comes, it comes. But yeah. I just noticed that. I guess what I'm trying to say is I hate those fucking comedians. No, who try I did to too. Be the comedian I, on you. I that is. It's just yeah. like the John Favreau. Sorry. No, go ahead. So, so, so John Favreau don't, don't says the. We don't touch on this podcast. Uh, John Favreau says, <laughs> as he always says, don't write funny, write truth. Yeah. That's the only way that that shit's going to come funny. Favreau's a fucking genius. I May I say, I kudos to that guy. Yeah. Have amazing. you watched Chef? Yeah. Yes. The I movie, get chills. Like yeah. that script is so it's fucking beautiful. Beautiful. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Compassionate. Uh, perfect it's in every way. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so yeah. flawless and it's it's humane. Yep. Like I love, I can't stop watching it. But it doesn't it. need the bullshit. Not that I don't care, and I don't. Not that I don't care, don't want to watch sex scenes in a movie. But almost every movie has something like that, right? Almost every time, this movie is just fucking straight up, just normal. Like it yep. doesn't have. They're not. I guess what I'm saying is they don't try hard to follow that formula they're just almost yeah, they're not trying to, to, fucking they're not trying to sell anything yeah CGI, it's beautiful sex, anything it's just no. here's the story it's done 100 yes. story it's it's i just like it's so like i because being a writer like look at it and i'm like i see how this is written on the page like when you study writing for so long you see the script flowing past as you're watching the movie and i'm like this is 
flawless on the page, yeah. dude. This is so perfect. This guy's such an artist at what he does. Done so And well. I know he takes a lot of shit for the, like, the... He used to do that food table conversation thing where he had, like, Gwyneth Paltrow and all the people, like, bash him. And it's like, the fuck you bashing the guy for? He's got everything you want, and so you're going to fucking... That's you're going to kick him in his nuts do. while he's not, he's not even do. looking? It's like, dude, he's too busy making shit and being real. Right. He doesn't have any... He doesn't even hear your nonsense that's in the exactly echo chamber, right. you know? Yeah, so that's, like, mm-hmm. yeah, to the point of... Those comedians that you're saying, or those just people in yeah. general that are always trying, like, huh, you know, they're always like trying to be on. It's like, it's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's not what you want. You're turning to. me off. That's exactly it. That's good. What was the the five row quote you just said? Uh, right for truth, not for funny. Right on. Yeah, I got well, to the score. That's fine. He has a show now on uh, Netflix. Oh yeah, the chef. Yeah, I've been watching. Yeah, that's I've been watching recently, and that's what we, pretty good. Natalie hadn't seen. The movie, so okay. we watched the movie again, and again, I was just like, "This is probably the third or fourth time I've seen it." Yeah, just like, I- I'm odd. I-, I feel a part of something rather than just right. like I'm. I'm being entertained right now. Right. And I-, I would think I would know for me personally as an artist, like it'd be like that. That's the ultimate win. It has to be the most rewarding thing he's ever done. So, if you okay. think, if yeah. Well, his first uh, right. Uh, what was it? Uh, made. He made the first two flicks he, uh, that I know of that he made was Made and Swingers. Swingers, I think, yeah. was first. Yep. And they're like that. They're, they're mostly he- sure. dialogue heavy. Yep. People being people, trying to figure themselves out and engaging in the world. Comedy mixed in, seriousness and shit like that. Yep. That's oh, I'm watching BoJack Horseman recently. Oh, that's my favorite. I, I, okay. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, Jose is not a fan. <laughs> you know He's what? not missing anything right I've, now. I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Jose, too. Jose, you're wrong. Yeah. No, that's one of those shows like not like Bob's Burgers. I wouldn't fight for it. It's sort of like, I get it while you don't get it. Or, yeah. No, no, that's totally wrong. Well, I get it while you don't enjoy it. Right. Uh, totally. Right. Yeah. And it's, that's it's, a sh- it's a weird tone. It's a shell game. I'm not like, the guy who writes it is brilliantly Bro, doing a shell game. Bob Waxburg. He, he's, he's basically putting you in an 80s TV program and not really telling you, but he also tells you because he used to be on because a he, 90s television. Yep, yep. And then all of a sudden, like that, it's a Nietzsche fucking... You're reading Nietzsche and it's super dark and it's real and it's brutal. Brutal, and then, yeah. And then you're right back to 80s fucking sitcom. And, then, yeah, and then in the background, there's like weird shit going on all the time. That you're just like, shit. The, like just goofy weird. The layers comedy. of co- like yeah. co- characters going on. Like the yeah. people watching Windows is like a frog that sticks to Windows. And it's just sort of like, <laughs> that's enjoyable. I love, we're talking about Jack Horseman, which I've heard you don't enjoy. So. No, I'm not a huge Pretty fan of it. And I've watched, I've, I've watched it. There's just some stuff that I know is on my humor. And mm. it's stuff that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to like this. And for some reason, it just doesn't it's, click. That's it, like uh, Dale and Aaron, both two people who I would uh, presumed th- would love it. When I told them, they're like, yeah, same thing as you. They're just like, yeah, I watched the few and yeah. didn't do it for me. Yeah. Billy, Billy's been pushing me for years to get me to watch yeah. it. And I finally had some time, and I'm not kidding. Like, I'm laughing out loud. I, I'm good. loving like that connection to a thing rather than yeah. just being entertained by it. I love that stuff. But yeah, yeah for, unfortunately, and I just don't get it from... It doesn't hit. From, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. When we were talking about the... Um, uh, not always on. Um, Jose and I kind of work, kind of view it as the people that are always on. Like when you go to a party or you're at work, and there's one guy that's always goofy in the corner. He was the class clown in school. Mm-hmm. We weren't the class clowns. We just had a lot of fun. Uh-huh. The class clown grew up to be the guy, the funny guy at the office. And that's kind of what even the people that are trying to work their comedy. Sometimes people are just too into that. I always have to be on. I always have to be funny, and then people will notice. Me. Yeah, yeah. It's, in a way, so that's not, like. It's kind of it kind of sucks for him because that's his role in life. He's so attached yeah. to it. It's yeah. just like that's all I can ever be. Yeah. yeah. It's like, nah, dude. 
change it up. Yeah, it's, it's so not working. I'm going to kick you in the balls right now to help you get out of character. And in a few days, when you can walk again, I'll be looking for you to shoot me in the back. <laughs> Try something different when you come back. Yeah, yeah. It's it, that sh- that shit is annoying, and and I know that that's one thing that some comedians and actually some actors have and i know i i listened to i think uh will ferrell was on uh, mark Marin's podcast one time mm. and he goes and sometimes it's just hard man he's like i'm 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 not always on sometimes i'm he's like a lot of times i'm at home i'm taking my kids to fucking school i'm a normal person you know mm-hmm. and he goes i'm parking my car you know by this by the school to drop off the kids and the guy comes like, hey, Will Ferrell, how's it going? And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, hey, so, you know, and he's just trying to talk to me. He's like, I'm just tr- I'm just trying to just drop my kids off, yeah. you know? And basically like, hey, you know what? Say something funny. Like this. And he's like, I, I, I. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and he goes, and then of course, if you don't say something funny, then somebody's always going to say, oh, I met him. He's a fucking dick. He's like. I just can't be on all the time. I, I have a normal life I have yeah. to lead up. To, it's like a curse time. of celebrity. It is. Yeah. And it's like when you get as big as Will Ferrell's gotten. Um, I got his uh, double disc for his Saturday Night Live. And there's his demo reel on there. And dude, there's oh, one shit. part where he's a businessman. He's on stage alone, right? And he's de- he's a business guy. He's very serious. And then he locks his door. And he I think he says something to his receptionist. And he sits there. And then he starts playing with a ball of yarn. You don't know what he's doing, but he's like, what the fuck's this guy doing? And then he gets down his back and he starts playing with him like a kitten. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like he's been a fucking genius at this forever. <laughs> fearless. And that's fearless. Yeah, fearless. right? Fearless. It's like, that's I'm a, I'm a cat playing word. with a ball of yarn. I was like, you're hired, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest decision he's ever made, you know? Uh, it is true uh, with, with like that because I saw and I would be great to see that but I saw him just not so long ago because I always put the office episodes you know and I'm a big fan of the office um, but he was uh, I didn't really like Will Ferrell too much on there he was on there not too much but it was after um, he was on the office I, I, I didn't yeah. watch the American office much so. oh yeah yeah he was on there after I think it was like the eight season seven season oh, I don't know it was, it was after Michael Scott basically you know <laughs> episode <moved> on. 746 <laughs> and uh, and Fucking hot damn, Will Ferrell's like, I forgot who made the comment of juggling. And he's like, oh, wait, you think juggling's a joke? I can juggle. And he's like, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah. And he goes, I'd like to see, and Jim's like, I'd like to see that right now. And he's like, well, no, no, I don't, I don't have any, I don't have like all my proper equipment and stuff like that. And he's like, well, I mean, you could juggle anything, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And so at um, Andy Bernard, you know, he's like, he's like, I got a couple juggle, I got some juggling balls. I used to do a little juggling my own and like throws a fucking, you know, the little balls that they juggle and he like dodges him. He's like, what? He's like, I never touch another man's juggling balls. You know? <laughs> and then he's like, I'll show you how, I'll show you guys. He goes, what about, I'm going to juggle right now. And he's juggling invisible juggling ball. And he's just like <laughs> going around the office. <laughs> and then he's like, cause he's like. <laughs> But he does it so fucking well. There's yeah. nothing going on. Like, he's an ultimate nothing. straight man. Like, yeah, he, he plays it so straight at times. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Oh god, I was fucking dying. <laughs> but it, but he. The thing is, is he made it look like he was juggling something. That's what was so fucking genius yeah. about it. You know, that's that improv shit. Mm-hmm. Where you can actually. Like, I think that keyword Yeah, fearless. Yeah, fearless. I, is he exactly goes hundred percent for anything yeah. he goes into. It's just like fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't imagine that some of those guys is like, okay, here's a character that we want you to play. Uh, do you have any notes on for me? He's like, 
We just want you to see what you come up with. <laughs> 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 he's this guy. He does this. He does this. Yeah. You take it from yeah. there. He's the picture. It. Like it's like you'll come in and you'll make this right. <laughs> right. It's like I know my script sucks. Please help me. <laughs> Someone gave me twelve million dollars. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll give you half. <laughs> Dude, this morning I was looking up Woody uh, Woody Allen flicks, and. It, I, I couldn't find all his flicks. Like he, the Wikipedia page goes on and on and on. He's like made a movie every year, sometimes two since like 1964 or something. Oh my god, what dude! The fuck! Oh my god! Good for I, you. I'm surprised you don't like uh, that. You didn't watch The Office much because I think you're. A, are you a fan of watching people uncomfortable or not? No. Oh, not. that's probably why. That bothers the shit out of me. Sasha Does it Byron really? Cohen, the Ali oh, G show. Yeah. So it's funny that that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't dig on no that. No good, huh? I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. Once in a while, I'll get sure. it, but like, it almost crosses over into cruel territory for me. I'm not saying it is. Like the 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 Ali G show. Yeah, dude, yeah, that yeah. Ball, I, I can I see like that. When he fucks I can with see that. Assholes. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that, but mm-hmm. also I don't like sitting there watching it. It, it I become uncomfortable. It I makes get, you uncomfortable. It does. It does. I get. Uh, I don't like that space. I'm not a big <laughs> fan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had a way back when my ex. Uh, she had lived in Scotland, so we went over there, and she was big into the British Wire. Uh, wire. Oh, Jesus the British Christ. office. How the fuck did I jump from I the know, office to the Wire, dude? <laughs> Yeah, uh, the British office, Ricky and so she showed it to me, and like that really made my skin crawl. Oh, okay, like, holy okay. shit! And I got into it, but that show is fucking dark. It is bleak and fucking cruel. And Ricky Gervais has that energy. And he he's does. a genius too. Yeah, he's awesome. And there's that scene where th- there's a fire in the office, and they they're off to take the stairs, and they're carrying the guy in the wheelchair down, and they get tired, so they leave him in the stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the end of the episode is like him sitting in the stairwell still waiting for someone to help him and I was like oh god oh god like, yeah yeah I'm serious like my skin is a little bit like I'm just like fuck I hate the discomfort yeah, wow. oh, the office is everybody yeah. else is laughing and you're cringing I was just like yeah no that one I could enjoy because I get like it's so over the top. Yeah, I exactly. can go there. Exactly. But a lot of the shit they did, I was like, uh, and plus the office does make me feel uncomfortable because I've worked in a lot of offices. Yeah. And I know uh, more of what they're doing is right than wrong. And I'm just yes. like, oh Christ, I fucking hate that <laughs> shit. Hey, I that know that shit. guy. I worked with that guy. Yeah. Uh, I love the the, the, fa- the uncomfortability moments that, <laughs> that the office causes. Like, I like that. I enjoy it. Because it's, it's just like, holy fuck, you know? See, now I would therapize you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, I think it's fetish comedy, isn't it? When you get into the obscure like that, it's what comedy? Fetish comedy. It's like it's like off the wall. It's not. It's not mainstream. You got to get. I can see a that. Little bit weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very particular. I don't know the exact definition of fetish, but I can see that. But it's like a fetishized thing. It's very particular. It is very specific. particular. And yeah. then in those the people who like it really like. But the it. office it's is true. huge. It's so true. is the is huge. the American office as uncomfortable as the British office? I haven't watched much of the UK okay. office. Um, I is it an uncomfortable show? What I it is because I've seen some of it. I I always laugh. Michael Scott is probably the one that makes it uncomfortable, <laughs> which is a um, uh, played by what's his name. Uh, but the the Dwight, who's the character there, mm-hmm. uh, Rain Wilson, I believe his name is. Yeah. He he's fucking hysterical. He's probably one of the best characters on there. But he's not so much uncomfortable. It's more of how he is, as far as like how he acts and how how he is as his character portrays. You know, mm-hmm. like. He's just like this fucking work type type of dude, and always like serious, no joking, this and that. But the way he delivers his character is pretty outstanding. Yeah. And then 
like Jim Halpert, who's the other guy, they're kind of, in a way, they're kind of, I guess in a way, rivalry, kind of like yeah. antagonist, protagonist, almost, yeah. almost. But, it, you know, and, and then they hate each other. And in the end, in the very end, they're actually really good friends. Mm-hmm. But he always would play pranks on fucking Dwight, like all the fucking time. And, and there's genius ones, and there's like one we always laugh about where... Uh, Jim and Halpert ends up getting transferred to another office in another city. Just some shit happens. But anyway, he gets over there for a while. So he goes, yeah. Uh, and, they st- and they always have a little, like, right before the show starts, they always have a little, like, I don't know, minute, two almost minute like skit, skit almost. Yeah, almost like a little yeah. skit. And um, Jim Halpert's like, oh, yeah, before I left, I took a stack of letterhead from Dunder Mifflin with me. And he goes, yeah, so every once in a while... I will I will uh, fax um, I will fax a a letter from future Dwight to Dwight the <laughs> office, <laughs> and so he he like he he faxes one and you see Dwight like looking at the fucking at the fax coming in and goes, uh, this is from future Dwight Dwight. Don't let anybody drink the coffee. It's poison. <laughs> and he looks, and Stanley comes in, and he comes like this, going like this, like, no! And he's like fucking running, and fucking smacks the shit out of his fucking guys. Don't! It's poison! Or some shit. And it's so fucking hysterical, you know? Next Dwight from Future Dwight. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome. He has to be a pretty, he's a, the most cocksure idiot ever he's, on television. He's basically yeah. a bureaucrat, right? On the, like, he is the bureaucratic character. It's all about the rules, and the rules must be followed. And yes. the more policies, the better. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's okay, very go. much like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, like that person, I want to stab yeah. with a letter opener. <laughs> I can't stand that. I know. That sounds perfect. I d- I'd watch that. I, I I struggle with that type of personality. Like it's tough though, dude. I don't get it because I, they're always like by the book. It's like, can't you just be yourself? You yeah. you just can't fucking like you have to follow everything that there is. Well, you by guys, whose book? Because the book changes no matter where you are. So true. Yeah, like they, true. that's the thing is like they want a book to be the book, and that's what yes. policy becomes. Right. And they stick to it to the point of inefficiency and ineffectiveness. Absolutely, because it gives them a safe place to because they. I, honestly, I just see them as people have zero creativity in them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, they haven't had much real life experience at all. Definitely. Uh, not. Every time I've experienced one, it's just sort of like, what, hey, what? Can I see your resume? Like, what have you done? And then tell me a bit. You know, just sit around and shit with him, you know, bullshit with him a little bit, and let him get him to tell you some shit. Mm-hmm. And you realize, like, wow, you really haven't lived at all. <laughs> and, and and this gives you a very safe space. And now you're using it like a stick instead of a carrot on everybody around. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I want you to die. Like, <laughs> yes. It's, it's like I don't want you to go away. Yeah. I want you to go away permanently before yes. you can procreate. Yeah, and don't <laughs> do not carry that energy out into the world, man. Because you're gonna go there, you get fuck with other people, and then they're gonna be all bitter and resentful and angry, and they're gonna go take it out of their kids. It's like you're a cancer, man. Yeah. You're fucking dead. You are. You're a toxic cancer. cancer. Yeah. It's true. And that's the thing is, some people just are afraid of being uncomfortable, you know, because when you try something new, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's also like. You know, whether your point, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this because fuck, I want to do it or whatever. But that's part of growth or whatever you want to call it. These motherfuckers are like, uh-uh. No. This, this is where I want to be. This where's is where I'm book? at. Yeah. yeah what do you book? mean there's not a book? <laughs> yeah, <you're> like, <laughs> do you, well, I, I got to cut myself now. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you have notes? Do you have something I can follow? <laughs> well, then I'll create some. I'll be back. And yeah, create, exactly. you know? It's like, no, I need you to do work. They're like, yeah, I'm going to do work creating the policies that will tell us how to do the work. <laughs> and it's like, you're fired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe you got hired. How is the there, fuck did this happen? Is there, yeah, 
is there, I was just going to ask, is there a test for that when you're interviewing people? Here, fill this out, and then if they get this personality or this score, you just, like, walk away completely? <laughs> what, yeah. you, uh, when did you move out of your parents' place? Still there? <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, I pronounce mother smother. Like, yeah, that's a sure sign. My mom comes to me with interviews, to interviews. <laughs> that's happened where we yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy fucking helicopter. It has. Yeah. It has. Holy a shit. A guy brought his mom to the interview. Yep. Where did he bring his mom, or did his mom make herself come to his interview? I, that's, that's we a don't big know, difference. but she sat okay. in. A huge difference. She sat in the interview with him and only and asked the questions. Okay, that silence you hear. <laughs> I, I I didn't know that really happened. Yeah. Holy I didn't shit. either. I was yeah. like, come on, you guys are fucking you. with me right now. That either. makes no. me really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> yeah, me too. I feel unsafe. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Seriously. Yeah. She sat in the interview with him. How, he old, was a, how old was he? I was just going to say, he was. Yeah, I think he was in his early 20s. I yeah, I think he was a college graduate. Right? Yeah, he was probably like 20. Millennial generation? 22. Yeah. 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 Yep. The helicopter uh, parenting thing is a very real thing. I call it the retard generation. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> insane, though. You, yeah. Generational dynamics and all that shit. Neil Howe is the guy to look to for that stuff. Um, he, That guy's brilliant. I actually got lucky. I worked at a marketing firm in 2002, three, and they hired him for some reason to come in to talk about generational stuff because... Who is this dude? His name is Neil Howe, H-O-W-E. Okay. Okay. Genius. He was one of the probably, I'd say, five smartest people I've ever been in a fucking room with. Oh. And I had no clue who I was getting in the room with. They so we're like, two and three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Neil? <laughs> Gauntlet's thrown, dude. Seriously. He, this guy knows everything and he's not just a fucking pedantic douche. Like he sits there and just... So vomits facts at you. He Look contextualizes up when you get home. <laughs> that is, that's a note for myself later. Good, good. You're actually going to listen this far into the podcast. I plan to never listen again unless I start getting sued. I'm like, I said what? Oh yeah, I did say that I want bureaucrats to die. Yeah, I guess I did. Or I never gave you my last name, so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He um, so he's he's really well informed on history, real history. He doesn't whitewash history, and he goes back to like 1542 and essentially says, "Hey, look, dude, um, there was a point in time where we invented this thing called hygiene, and that's a mm -hmm. big, big, big change because we weren't living that long. And there's all sorts of other reasons, but a big one was we were filthy, right? <laughs> and like, we, we didn't understand them. They killed us before we reached like." High 40s, you know? Yes. And then things change. And instead of someone who's in their 30s being around to influence the people who are in their 20s and uh, their teens and their kids, now we got people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And now we're at a point where people are centenarians, right? They're living. Yeah. And he says, you can look at cycles now from that point forward. And I think he puts it at like 1542. And he says, like, look, let's, let's look from there forward. And he's like, now you got, let's say, two or three generations. But really that third generation's dying off as that third generation's coming of age to really be able to gather wisdom and knowledge mm. from them and learn from them. Plus society is thickening and learning all sorts of things and specializing and we're settling down. Tribal's really not even a thing anymore. All this shit plays into it. But he's like, now let's look at this and let's question. His book's called The Fourth Turning. And I should say he wrote it with another guy. I can't remember his name. He's not a public figure really. And uh, he says, if you look at these cycles, and I'm not kidding you, man. I picked up that book in two, uh, 2012 when I was working in Hawaii and uh, I started reading it and I read like maybe 80 pages and I was like, I, I read to the front and I was like, when the fuck was this published? And I believe it was 98. And I was like, wow, if I had read this book in 98 and trusted just one tenth of what it was telling me, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> 
Really? It blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I got chills. Like, it was mind-blowing. And then, so I started watching a bunch of his videos and reading a bunch of his shit. And he's spot on. He just nails it over and over again. He's just like, look, if you look at these four cycles, you'll see how each generation influences each other and tries to react against and play with. Yes, yes. And things like shit. Like, if you look at the hippies, right? A lot of people look at the hippies as this sort of like generational matrix that was everybody on the planet at the same time. And it wasn't. It was a small right. group of people. Very right. true. And this is like, like when you talk about the retard generation, you can cultivate out of the millennial generation a bunch of them who are, in the real true sense, like retarded against all sorts of good things that we would want people to absorb. Yeah. They're very, the, the hallmarks are like selfishness and personalization. And I was in a cab, uh, Uber, sorry, <laughs> last week. <laughs> I'm a bad person, man. Last week in Anaheim, and this guy, I, I'd never seen it before. He's got a, a computer on his dashboard. It's, it is the dashboard. There's no longer like an odometer in front of him. Correct. There's a computer here. I'd never seen that before. And he's, we're talking, and, uh, he starts telling me that it's like there's some Apple radio or something like on it. Uh-huh. And he's like, he, you know, he's like, thank you for not getting in and connecting your phone to my music. I started talking to him about the music because it was like the fifth day of my travels. I was like, does everybody play 80s music out here in Anaheim? Because it was. It was all Hall and Oates and Phil Collins and shit like that. And he's like, no. He's like, I love hardcore rap, but I can't play that. You know, it's like, makes sense. A lot of families. Yeah, right. It was Disneyland. But he's like, he's like, young people, the, that millennial generation matrix who their hallmark is personalization. He's like, they get in my car and they just immediately see that and they connect their phone to it and yes. start playing their music. And all of a sudden I hadn't thought, I was like, wow. I'm not even fucking yeah. asking. Now, now if, you pl- like if you connect that to other generations, like um, Generation X myself mm-hmm. might say, you presumptuous asshole. Like, yeah. wh- what the fuck are you doing? I'm listening to my music. This is it's kind of my car. I know you're in it. And I, but then again, it's sort of like, they were cultivated that way. Yeah. And you talk mm-hmm. about that, the mother sh- just an interview. Yeah. Oh, oh, he didn't get the job. Oh, God. Only because there were two of you here confirming it on each other. Like, yeah. I would not believe that. I, would, I didn't. And then oh, somebody else goes, no, no, no. I was in the room, too. I'm like, get the yeah, fuck out of here. I didn't believe it either. I, I never heard of a helicopter parent going that far with it. Yeah. But yeah. that's the thing. And, they, and a lot of people shit on the millennial generation for these aspects of them. That make them very difficult to deal with now that they're in the workforce. Yes. And we're older and we've been in work, but, but it was bred the, into them. Exactly, they were yeah. they were made. Yeah, and every generation yeah. is made, by, yeah. whether in reaction to right. it's definitely learned behavior. There's yeah. no doubt about yeah. it. Well, you it's learn most of it by you're six, so they yeah. don't. You know, you have the, you don't have free will when you're five years old. You just have whatever's given to you. Yeah, which we talked about in the very very mm-hmm. beginning. You know, that's reality for you. This makes sense. Yeah, your my normal. reality is yeah, my reality. It's such is a setup for failure, though. You want to talk Actually. about not living long in the fucking yeah. apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I was like, I can't put on Tupac right now, <laughs> but that guy's shooting at me. <laughs> they mom, go together. Mom, where's my mom? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's it is it is crazy to, to where it's just taken to an extreme. I'm just wondering when it's going to start changing back. You yeah. know, in other words, like like oh, it's like no, no, you can do this yourself. You 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 know get. I mean, because for me it was like when I was a kid, it's like I remember uh, you know my parents. You know, we every once in a while we'd go to Vegas to to grocery shop and go to a fucking fast food joint and be like McDonald's a lot of times. And my mom would be like, what do you want? And be like, oh, I just want a hamburger and that should get it for me. And then one time I'm like, well, I want, you know, another order of fries or what? So I'm like, okay, go up and order. And I'm like, hmm. You know, I'm like, it's just like this fucking whole thing. I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. Oh, shit, I'm going to have to go up to talk Myself? to somebody and order something. Like, Is this? I don't know. Do so, it for me. And it, yeah, and it was so fucking weird. And go up there and... 
He's just like, uh, yeah, I just want to, you know, there's something wrong with your kid. Can you get over here? <laughs> but, you know, the first time it was like, I don't want to go order it. And then it's like, you know, and my dad's like, you're just 17, go order go it. You can go, yeah, <laughs> you're 17 years old. You can go order it, go get it. You know, like, okay, you know, and, yeah. uh, and that's how it was. It was one of those things where like, if you want it, go get it. If, yeah. you don't, if you're not, I'm not going to go get it for you. I'm not going to get it for you. Go yeah. fucking get you're it. You're going to starve. Like, okay. Yeah. And then that's just the way you you know, you know go. I told you earlier, my daughter's 17, and something's driving me crazy because she doesn't have a driver's license. And I'm like, that's the ultimate freedom. Like, you have two parents that can get you a car, and we'll give you the license, and you can go drive around and, and bring yourself to soccer practice. And go, you know, you want to uh, shake, you can just go pick it up when we're at work. But instead, she'll just order it with Uber Eats and stuff, you know. Oh, but. But she, so like, I'm like, come on, you got to just go out there and just get stuff if you want, you know, go get your license. You need that. But then I heard the story about the mom coming to the interview. She's had four different jobs and we've never helped her with any of it. And she just came home one day. Hey, I got a job. Your, oh, do- your daughter. Yeah. My daughter. Oh, okay. Like, oh, well, how'd you do that? Oh, I just know a friend and he said I should stop by. So when I was walking home from work, I stopped by and they hired me on the spot and I'm going to, you know, serve Ahi. And I'm like, oh, cool. All right. Do that. And then another girl, she found a job with another girl. So I know she's going to make it. I know she's going to be fine because yeah. She's got that intuition to just go get shit for herself, but so it doesn't. So then I'm less concerned that she doesn't have a license. But it's like, come on, just go do shit. I'm like, oh, never mind, you got a job. Well, that's more important than getting a license, I guess. Is she you can handle that. Because I was gonna say, like, you guys didn't helicopter parent her, so no, we, that's no, we were supportive, but we we made her try everything. Ish, um, have you heard of the minimalist minimalist movement stuff? Well, yeah, they got yeah. like, is, is she one of those? Like, she doesn't. She wants to minimalize. Like, she doesn't want the car because that's excess or something like that? No. No? No. I think it's just hasn't gotten around to it. She's got better things to oh, do. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's probably better and, things. And if you think about it, especially like, she's 17, but kids that are born now probably won't get a license. It was as easy as Uber has gotten, and, and why would why would she get a license? But to me, it's it's just freedom, right? For like, us like as right kids, now, that's I, what we always I came want. Out here this morning. I didn't have to like, yeah. hey, can I use the car? We only have one car. It didn't cost me eight bucks to get up here in an Uber. I just got in my car and drove here. And a lot of autonomy comes. But yeah. that's me growing up in the suburbs, and everything was thirty minutes away, so yeah. I had to have a yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, on the other hand, she she could be in a couple of years what? later be driving like, God damn, why didn't I fucking do this before? Yeah. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Was the car important to you guys in Babylon? Because you guys just train, subway, walk, bus, yeah, everywhere. Get away from the fires of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> the four horsemen were always there. Uh, yes, yeah, dude, that was mattered. again different day and age, right? I mean, yeah. You, uh, what's it? The Black Swan mythology. Methodology. It's sort of like uh, most people when something. Cri- Something radically different changes society. They say, oh, we should have seen that coming. And it's like, no, you, you can't think you of it can't, that way. Right. That's, you're doing hindsight bias with that. Yes. Like, there's no, no. So, yeah, we didn't know. I mean, it was like, I don't even think, honestly, yeah, I probably wanted a car. But I think my, my dad kind of forced it on me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was sort of uh-huh. like, like, you're going to get a fucking license and get a car. Like, yeah. and you're going to, you know, go now you're going to go find a more responsible job instead of working yeah. down at Rickles, you know. And that's how my brain was working. Get a job, get a license, get a car, and yeah. go take yourself to practice. I don't want to drive you around. Well, just yeah. because it also, also <laughs> opens up more opportunities, yeah. honestly. totally. In, in, the in DUIs will rack right up. <laughs> <laughs> Or well, just or DWIs, depending on your drug of choice. <laughs> depending on living in the car, teenage pregnancy. <laughs> See, that's one of, those jokes. <laughs> one of those jokes I think might not go over in certain rooms. It's like, are you joking about DUIs? Like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm also joking around my 17-year-old daughter getting pregnant. Yeah, it's because it's so <laughs> terrifically terrifying to think of that shit that I have to make a joke out of it. Yeah, yeah. I yes. don't know. This seat's a, this back seat's a little large. Maybe we should get a two seater. Yeah. <laughs> My first one was I don't even remember. I'm not big into cars, so 
My first one was one of those giant metal. He made sure we got giant old metal cars. Yeah, metal cars. So they could yeah. fucking last against train impact. Exactly. And, and <laughs> it's the truth, dude. My brother had three accidents. None of them caused by him. But man, I mean, I, saw, I remember the one car being towed up in front of the house. And I was like, how did my brother survive that? <laughs> like the front of the car looks like Jaws attacked it. And Jaws was Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> it was terrible. And uh, yeah, like, but it was a boat. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Those yeah. fucking things Aircraft are tanks yeah. though, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. I I mean, I remember me just want. I mean, I, I started driving, I think, when I was seven. My dad's Dotson. I'm sorry, what? When I was seven. My dad took me out <laughs> to the fields and be like, here, he'd be like, here, drive. I'm like, okay. And we fucking stick shift and shit. Like, uh. I remember this little fucking yellow Dotson. And, he, and he's in the tractor. He's like, follow me. I'm like, okay. You know what I'm going? I hit this fucking berm, you know? I mean, my fucking arms are fucking, of course, twigs. At this point. I can't handle this fucking thing. You know, it's not like it's got that fucking power steering anyway. Yeah. So I like, hit this fucking berm. It's like, cool, the fucking thing rips in my hand. Wham! I hit a fucking pole. <laughs> Dude, let me just tell you this. That's your dad's fault. <laughs> no. I come in my mind. It's like, it's okay. Don't sweat right. it. We're good. Just like, a pole. Son. All right. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, it gave the car character. But man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was uh, like a Dawson Needs character. So, I, but I was like excited, man. I, I can't wait. When can I get my? When can I get my license? Like I, that's what I was yeah. always going for. And as soon as like fourteen and a half, you get a permit. I'm like, I, I was like, Mom, let's go, let's go. Like I was all about getting my fucking license so I could fucking get in the car and drive, you know, because that's what I wanted. I mean, all the before that, it was nothing but a bicycle. It was a BMX bike, yeah. you know, and that's what I True. did all the time. Mongoose pal. Yeah. Let's fight there about it. <laughs> Mongoose is nice. Diamondbacks are better. But I got nothing more to add. Riding that. in that fucking heat and all that shit like that. I'm like, fuck, I want a fucking car. Fuck <laughs> this shit, man. That's right, you're you're Arizona native. No, no, I'm Nevada native. Oh, my bad. Yeah. But you're you're desert native. It's, it's definitely right. a desert. We native had winter. Still. Yeah. So so like try riding your mongoose on uh, black ice oh, and yeah. four foot of snow. We had yeah. the opposite of like here's 115 degrees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just fucking going like up the hill and like what are you like? What oh, do you mean fuck. your 13 year old had a stroke? <laughs> Parents, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's fucking crazy. So you know, after a while, you know, it'd be like, oh yeah, I'll be over there in five minutes. But before on the bicycle, be like, I'll be over in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turn the hose on now, please. <laughs> Flood the yard. This is awful. Yeah, that's shit, man. So I was always anxious to get a fucking car. Like yeah. that's all I ever wanted to do at that point. And that's yeah. And after that. I never fucking touched a bike again. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it. Anytime you see a bike, you cry. Like, what's wrong? Okay. Like, PTSD and yeah. shit. She's like, I don't know, but can you get the bike away from me? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that shit, man. I, but you know, I used to fight. I, I mean, I did enjoy the BMX back in the day. That was always fucking fun. Oh, which is, I think, where most of why my fucking knees and shit hurt nowadays. Because you just. You just fucking, you know, you're immortal back then. You just yep. fall, you get fucked up, and you're like, ah, yeah, I'm okay. And you are until then the shit catches <laughs> up to you. Until you're not, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fucking blast, man, but it's, it's weird. I bet if I got a bike and from my parents' house, bike to where my best friend used to live when we were like in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I bet I couldn't even make it these days. I used to get <laughs> no. there in like 20 minutes. It was like you cut through the park, cut through the neighborhood, and you know, back But you're like Joe McGraw these days. Fucking Christ. 
<laughs> Grab are, you really doing, like a, are you really doing something? Like I got attacked. I could, you know, take a guy out. That's what I hear. Yeah, but uh, only if he's a yeah. Palestinian, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you really doing Kamagra though? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Tell me he's, something. He started it. Nice. Yeah. Bastard. No. Um. Uh, he went. It's fucking. It's really. Awesome. It's really fun. That's it's, a good time. Um. I wasn't. I haven't done shit previously. To that I probably did eighteen months with not lifting a weight or doing any exercise at all uh-huh. just stretching so i didn't you know throw my back out and gaining weight massively um <laughs> and i did i tried to do spin class at work because they actually had enough bikes to do a spin class and i did that it, it was okay i'm not somebody that's gonna run just to run i hate treadmills i hate people that bike around the neighborhood i hate people that run on the side of the road just i hate people get to a I know, like, <laughs> maybe you just hate running not people dude i just say might be, but, but like when i was younger i was like, like if we go do something like i could like you know, if we were going to play basketball or we are going to go play football or go do something, I'd do it right now. Like, sure, tennis, whatever. Yeah. But it always has to be something to do, not just run to run. And the, and the Krav Maga is good because, you know, it's a workout and they're do, running you through drills. You're also learning self-defense and your brain is going 100% of the time. You uh-huh. know, you have to think about what you're doing. You can't just go in there. You're not just standing on a treadmill running and thinking about all the shit that drives you crazy like you do yeah. Like, yeah. the rest of the time. You actually check out. It's like therapy, you know, it's, it's, it it's, it's great well, and it, it yeah. taps into that self-defense thing where, you know, somebody hits you, you know, when Jose hits and I got a pad right here, but when he puts his weight into it, it still fucking hurts. Yeah. My chest like caves in. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, I'm awake. Now do that again. Yeah. All right, do it exactly. again, fucker. But it feels good. Like, that. Yeah, like, yeah. It feels fucking good. Yeah, you good. walk out yeah. and then you're just like, fucker, let's do this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my amygdala yeah. is on fire. Like, you yeah. know, with the reptile brain earlier, it's just like, it's oh. A, it, it, yeah. it almost wakes up that, that's the good part of the lizard brain, is yeah. that, that survivability, that yeah. fucking point of, like, surviving. Yeah. And it wakes that shit up because it does fall asleep, even though we don't want it to be the main. The, the, the part of it is that we don't want the lizard brain to go away. We just want it to be smaller, yeah. you know, but... That should at least gives like it it opens up that right part of that lizard brain, yeah, you know. It does. And then the whole thing when they you know they have guns like that and we have to fucking disarm oh, and no shit, shit like that. Yeah. Oh fuck, it's so yeah, fucking little, great. Yeah, the gun around the side of your head and you're like you know three moves yeah, get rid of it. Fuck, <laughs> boom to the face, turn around and next thing you know. Like you're Jason like, Bourne shit, I have right? Yeah, gun. yeah, it's yeah, yeah, like, fucking yeah, insane. Like you're like going slow motion and then you do a full speed. Like, uh, I have the fucking gun. Yeah, yeah I got the gun. I fucking yeah. chokes, it's knives, crazy, attacks, long barrels, whatever. And you know, Jose's obviously you know, a lot bigger than me, a lot stronger than me. But when, <coughs> when we're doing some of the moves yeah. and he has the gun and I, I take the gun away, he can't keep the gun. Yeah, crazy. No, no. Size of the fight so in the dog. That, yeah, I learned that just, young. It's just yeah. a fucking yeah. twist and long. Yeah. Just it's like, like this way, you have the yeah. gun like this and it twists. Well, your arms you are like this and his arms are like that. Like, oh, God, they fucking hurt. Just yeah. even just but, the choke from behind goes like this yeah. and they say, just put your fucking arm up like that. Yeah. Uh, you can't fucking hold on. It's crazy. We do. We uh, we work in a healthcare environment, and the risks are pretty high for the attack and stuff like that. So we right. have to learn moves like that. Yeah. They never talk about Krav Maga, but they tell you like all that shit. Like you know, a joint is a joint, no matter how big yep. or strong the exactly, trained yep. guy is. That Absolutely. type of thing. Yep. Um, and my buddy Marty's been trying to get me. I, I would say probably ten years. He's a Krav Maga instructor. Oh, okay. and oh he does really? Jitsu shit. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, just come over to the garage, man. I'll fuck so you up. Fun, dude. And he wants it. And and I've always wanted to. Yeah. I just never made the time for yeah. it. And it's coming up because I've been doing the Orange Theory thing now for about a year mm-hmm. and I love it. And I want to change it up. And this guy I'm working with is doing jujitsu stuff. Mm. And I'm just like, I, I used to do Shotokan way back when. Now I want to do this and I'm just waiting. Because it develops that other type of strength. Sure. It's not yep. like yes. weight, yep. you know? It's yeah. like person to person isometric type. 
Would that be isometrics or would it be something else? I, I don't know if it'd be isometric. At, I'm getting into semantics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I no, do no, that. No big deal. No problem. That's Throw fine. a leash on me when I do that with words. It's seriously, like James is splitting the hairs. You're allowed to call me out on yeah, that shit. I'm a cartoon lasso. I'll just... Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude. Right now he's giving me a visual cue. That's what that is. Yeah. I'm excited to do but that, though. I want to get is, into that. It actually makes you feel, to me, and we were talking about, like, you end up feeling a little more confident because you could always be like, oh, if I have to fight, I have to fight, whatever, right? Like, yeah. I mean, at this age, we're not something we're looking for, at no. least at least <laughs> us, you know? But, you know, before I always thought like, okay, so what would happen? I just, my brain, just like, what would happen if something, some situation would occur here, this and that? Now it's more like, now you feel a sense of calm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if this happens, now I kind of know more what to yeah. do. Yeah, go into autopilot. Yeah, and, and, and you can walk in, you feel more confident about stuff and, and the situations that can be handled and how to handle them. And, and of course, unfortunately, the way the fucking world has been going with all this weird fucking shooting, all that bullshit going on, yeah. it's not a bad thing to fucking mm-hmm. at least no. have a little bit, uh, you know, some type of knowledge of what to do. And they do, do active yeah. shooter seminars and they yeah. do rape prevention for mm-hmm. the gals where they actually have a bedroom up behind the studio we have it's all set it, up but it's all set up and yeah. they'll do they'll get into full gear good, yeah. yeah and like you, the girl can kick them in the nuts as hard as they want like they're Woo! totally suited up like yeah. you know, damn get this motherfucker off you and the girls just walk out of there like all right okay yeah let's see if i can I get her to safe. natalie to go to that like, it's fantastic I, I really want to. they have three locations uh, one in uh glendale one up here in phoenix and one in chandler tactical black tactical black and it is um, it, it, it it's it, they also like the the one in glendale i mean sorry the one in phoenix is probably the, is the biggest one, yep. but that's where they it's have original. like a lot of the seminars. But they even have like a, uh, a part of an airplane, twelve seat fucking airplane, where they'll do fucking oh, airplane damn, seminars man. and How shit. How fun would that be? Yeah, Fuck, yeah, then, it's fucking so crazy, man. We did the knife. Um, knife attack person. like three four weeks in a row for so oh we just fuck. every time we went they're like doing knife attack again the knife course. attack is literally like we have this little foam knife and I'm coming up to you and I'm just swinging at your throat uh-huh. and and after you get used to the rhythm you're swinging hard and the and the block is not a block it's an attack and so when you attack you're trying to strike their wrist and you're trying to strike their bicep to stop the knife that way the, the you know the arm does if you hit the just here then the arm will bend and you'll stab yourself in the neck uh-huh. and we literally had like purple arms our biceps were purple and right bruised on. and every time we went to lift something up it hurt but it felt good like every yeah. time you did that you're like look at this shit look what i was fucking doing today. yeah did you see that shit and it, and it does it wakes up that lizard brain it's exactly what I, I wrote into the um um jose found out about it through kupd and the um john holmberg does the um, commercials for all the time. And I wrote in after I did it, I'm like, dude, that was phenomenal. And I even wrote in there, it wakes up your lizard brain. There's something about getting kicked and yeah. punched that just makes you like, oh shit, this well, is real. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, it sounds like it's informing that evolutionary psychology that's still always there in our genetics. And it's sort of like, it just, yeah, like I said, waking it up again and being yeah. like, hey man, be more alert. Yeah, be, just be more it's close to the 2019 surface. 2019 doesn't mean you have to be asleep in your no. your own body. <laughs> no, dude, that's gnarly. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been. I, yeah, it's always been on the plate, but yeah, I've always got. I don't say excuses. Like exp- I've had real things going on where yeah. it's just like I don't have time for that. I don't no, have time for that. You said it right. You said that. I didn't make time for it. Yeah, that's my I, problem too. I, I could say I don't have time for it. I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to write. I don't have time to do a podcast. I don't have time to do video. Yeah, but it's really I don't make time for it. I don't. Yeah. You know. It, you can get done whatever you need to get done. Yeah. All attention. That's another thing I've admired about you guys for, for a while now. Cause I came to you, what, like two and a half years ago. And I was like, I got this idea and I want to yes. do it. And I'm serious about it. It was a while and ago. Then, yeah. And then yeah, it, nothing happened because I didn't make time for it because 
I had to make time for other things. Yep. And I was like, I felt like a dick. I was like, I took people's time, asked them to lunch, pitched an idea, got excitement going, and then I fucking vanished on it. And then you guys are you guys are doing stuff. You're making shit. And yep. you know, like there's plenty of people out there casting stones at everybody, right? A lot the world's full of critics. Yeah, oh, yeah. All, all the time. Haven't created a fucking thing themselves. Right. And it's just sort of like you guys keep hitting it. And that's I, I admire the shit out of that. Like yeah. you gotta do it. You, it took us it, you know, it took us a long while. I mean, we recorded the first podcast in 2015, I think. Yeah, and it just sat there because I had recorded a podcast with you and Billy, two podcasts. And it just sat there because nobody knew what to do with it. Like, we have the audio. What do we do with it? Yeah. And even what Jose and I recorded, we had the audio. We didn't know what to do with it. And then we were doing the videos. We were putting stuff online. And there was kind of a lull in that. And finally found out that Squarespace, if you just do a Squarespace website, mm-hmm. they'll host your podcast. And it's all free. It just nice. takes time. So maybe yes. 20 hours later yeah. of fiddle-fucking around with Apple and the podcast and the thing, I got it to work. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. We could publish a podcast. Yeah. We have three recorded. Should we record some more? But it took that long. I mean, it was, what, two, two and a half years that those there. sat just on our computer being moved from thumb drive to new yeah. computer when the computer yeah. would crash. How much would you say, like, I know for me personally, like, fear plays a, a decent part. I wouldn't say even 50%, but, like, that whole, like, holding off, holding off, holding off, not doing it. Like, I find another reason why. Some are legitimate, some are, like, some are excuses, some are explanations. Right, sure played like how much was it a fear like if i release this it's real then it goes out into the world i no longer control it other people will hear it um doing the the short film the uh, argyle park with billy got me over that okay i i always wanted to do shit since i was a kid and i didn't do anything until that that was but the first thing i ever did i've told you before to and i was the fucking olive fucking on the sandwich scored. still my favorite part <laughs> still my favorite part that man. was my first time ever in front of a camera oh my god and, our, and then it, and, and it was okay i mean you watch it and it's not terrible it's not yeah. great you know there's no <laughs> awards coming our way but it was like but it, i was so scared because it's permanent you yeah, know yeah, the yeah, microphone yeah. used to scare me i could goof off with friends and be funny and have fun and whatever mm-hmm. you know not trying to be the one upper all the time. You know, I didn't, I didn't control that party, but I had a good time and I was funny and it felt good. But that microphone scared the shit out of me to hear my voice amplified through things. I yeah. couldn't do it. It just paralyzed me. Mm, you know? I, yeah. So I, I didn't just, have too much of a fear with that. Just getting over all that stuff. But um, yeah. this doesn't make me at all nervous anymore. Right. Doing our videos, the first take is always complete shit. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. Then, and then after that, it's just yeah. like we figured, oh yeah, yeah, okay, relax, just do it, have fun, be mm-hmm. natural, whatever. Yeah, but, I... I uh, I didn't have that much fear playing playing it for me. I just I'll just like I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. My whole thing is like, is the content going to be good? Really, that was kind of the yeah. only thing. Is it going to be good? Is Mine it going to be worth it? Permanent. Like if you put yeah. it out there, like you can take it back. But like you know, I don't, I'm, I like doing it. I like sharing it. And then like, oh shit, they saw it. Oh yeah, wow. exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like oh, you mean that distant relative who's Catholic or <laughs> yeah, Asia or yeah. that, that could happen. My that guy I know an aunt who's <laughs> yeah. Or it's like that guy I know at work who is the bureaucrat that I'm talking about. Right. Fucking listen <laughs> to this. Does he know? Yeah. Does he know? Like, I just say yeah. I just say fuck exactly. it. Exactly. Like, that's yeah. just who who gives a fuck. And then that's what that's why I finally like told Bane. I'm like, let's just fucking do it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. And and it's like well, it's just like hey. I say we do it and just roll with it and see how we feel and mm-hmm. uh, and then that's just kind of how it it worked out and I was doing stuff with my buddy Dan you know like that shit up there for a little while so I was a little more used to mm-hmm. certain things more so you know than Baden but um, but yeah after I got Park I know he definitely got over the fucking yeah. hump but it's still a fact of is it gonna be good how's it gonna feel yeah. this and that and in the end. <clears throat> 
In the end, if you feel good about it, then fuck everybody else. Really, that's kind of how it turns in out. In the end, me. I got over my fear and all that and got into this and doing some of this artistic stuff because, unbeknownst to me, my camera was capable of recording HD video. <laughs> <laughs> this changes everything! <laughs> no, no, it works. Just bring it to Saturday. I'll yeah. show you how to do it. Oh, okay. Then, okay. Can you put it on the tripod? I think so. Yeah, I can. You know, and then... Uh, but it's I didn't all, even know, but that, yeah. I got brought in because I had a camera that recorded HD video. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, but it is true. It's all about it's all about making time. I mean, do you fucking want it? Do you not? That's just the way it is, you know? I mean, um, you know, I always, of course, relate everything back to the fucking gym. I honestly do. And it's just it's just by default, but it just makes so much sense. I mean... You know, I'm if if I want to go get in shape, if I want to go build muscle, if I want to do whatever, I gotta go to the gym. Ain't gonna fucking happen. Me fucking sitting here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have time. No, I do have time. Mm-hmm. I I gotta have time. There's something I have to do. There's there's things I have to do. I mean, you know, I don't know if it was Albert Einstein or whoever said it. it's like everybody's got 24 fucking hours and mm-hmm. everybody uses it the same. But we all have 24 fucking hours. Yeah, so- nobody has more. It's just 24 hours. It's just how you how you use it and, and what you do with it and and if and if you have time to watch fucking show for fucking on tv for an hour then you have time to go fucking do a a, yeah. a workout whatever it may be that's gotta be the greatest einstein quote ever <laughs> everybody has 24 fucking hours 24 fucking hours <laughs> fucking hours <laughs> i haven't yeah. seen that poster but I'm <laughs> i'll make it right I'll now make, just put it out there. It's, yeah, somebody will believe it. Everybody has 24 They will believe hours. it. I think like George Carlin, like I've seen him in interviews, he's like, there are so many fucking quotes out there attributed to me that I never said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody posted one that was like, the internet, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Abe Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, that's great. Classic meme. Yeah, that's my classic yeah, meme. Yeah, okay, yeah. Abe Lincoln. Exactly I would love right. to do a book these days on meme history since uh, meme history is only maybe like 16 years old. Yeah, maybe. it's not yeah. very old. That's but right. it's rich in texture there, at this yeah, point. It's got dude. a lot, dude. There's a couple things on Instagram I only follow and it's just memes. It's just memes, dude. Yeah, it's... And now with so these meme generators, fun. like you got mm-hmm. friends who are on the fly while you're sitting there doing something. They made a meme out of like a picture they took while you're sitting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Or they took a classic meme and they twist with their twist on it and it's yeah. just like this is fucking amazing dude yeah. yeah that's a good humor i like that that's that's the uh is that the millennials that gave us that because kudos to Fuck them those kids all right no <laughs> we gave it to them oh did we oh, okay. oh, okay. i am in six yeah. years it started it memes like it. definitely started before yeah. memes have always around. been around yeah. If you, like yeah. yeah if you start to boil it away there's always been it's some just, sort of messaging now yeah. Everybody has more of an ability to be able to sure. do it. Yeah. The Before sharing, you had a fucking no computer, you yeah. had no Photoshop. Now yeah. it's on a fucking phone on an app and you're good to go. Yeah. Just like everybody's a fucking photographer now, right? <laughs> sure so they are. Fucking thing. Fuck you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I got an Instagram account and I am a photographer. No, I know that. Like, I, I take pictures with my phone and I'm just like, I'm not a photographer. <laughs> I tell myself that. All right. I don't, yeah, I don't go there. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it, it is crazy, but you know that's a weird thing. So there was one thing, uh, one letter from Brad that like phone thing. He's like, I don't know. This was this was uh, quite a few years ago though. But he was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, one thing is like my mom says maybe send her a message or something through some Facebook thing. I don't I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like I was like, I was like, fuck, they don't even allow you guys yeah. to teach you computers. There. He's like, no, man, they they. They, they run this pr- place like a prison. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then the 
a lantern. He put, it was right there and I didn't see it. That just hit me in the nose, dude. And in the letter he put, you'll need to go to www. And then he puts the parentheses all lowercase. All lowercase. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I remember those days. Holy crap. And he's like, I can't even. Something about text. I don't even know how you can send words through a phone. That still confuses me. You know? Dude, what I'm thinking is we need to go to that GoDaddy right now and buy www.all lowercase. <laughs> like, I gotta own that shit, man. Yeah, that ain't fucking hysterical. That could be a moneymaker. All lowercase.com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to post that so nobody steals our shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, post that in. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that shit. I'm gonna go do what you did. Uh, right yeah, man, Perfect. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I haven't read, I don't know how long this letter is, though. Um, because I think, you know, I got there to go see him. I forgot what, last Saturday. So it's he's like, like the, yeah. he's like, oh shit, I just sent you one. So it's probably not too long. I don't know. Hopefully it's got some fucking good shit in it though. Oh, they always do. They always do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be fucking, um, it'll be good. <laughs> I'm glad that we got this, uh other thing at least for now i wish i could fucking keep it <laughs> i thought oh, this... awesome i mean they look fucking identical I, yeah. I i even asked the guy i was like is there anything he's like you i said do you know the difference between these two at all he used some kind of fucking audio terminology that i don't fucking <laughs> understand well you think the dmb to the ll or the levels of the x um, yeah, yeah he just he's like Tascam makes a great great <laughs> thing and he's like and the only thing I could think of is that they changed something, something, yeah. something. And he goes, and that's probably about it. But everything else now is the same. Now you can record at a frequency that only dogs can hear. That's, yeah. It's very of helpful. Course, you know, of course. Yeah. It's like so much, so much more helpful. <laughs> okay, do you have a dog podcast? Are you podcasting two dogs? <laughs> Dude, I haven't been to a guitar center in fucking years. No. no. And it was cool, though, to go in there. Uh, just because like you see all these fucking instruments and shit like that. And... Part of me is like, thank God this is not a, like my fucking passion because I'd be, yeah. I'd be fucking nutting everywhere with a heart on. <laughs> Even if it was a fucking video photo store, yeah. Yeah. that's a whole other story. Yeah. But the fucking looking at the guitars and the fucking pianos and shit like that, it was crazy. It's amazing that Guitar Center's still making it. Like, I, I know, but I can that's see why awesome. because people that are in sense. there to go just try it and like, fucking yeah. play. Yeah. That's yeah. one of those stores that I don't think Amazon's ever going to put. They out can't. Of I mean, how could you unless they end up making their own brick and mortar store? Yeah. That's the only and that, I think that connects back to community. Like that's yeah, the reason yeah. why. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a creative effort. You yep. can't just order that through the fucking mail. Like which you're is, interacting with people, which is crazy because being bringing on Amazon on that case is like, I want to do this. We want to do this. We want to bring this. This it's like, it's almost like so you're wanting to keep everybody at home and eventually not being able to go out and yep. go to stores or something. It's gonna fucking kill everything or everyone in in a in a in a sense. Their soul, yeah. Yeah, something. <laughs> I mean, you're just gonna. We're gonna. I mean, eventually we're gonna be like fucking dogs. Like yeah. you see somebody like, "What you want to fight? Want to fight?" Like you know, because dogs are like, <laughs> you know. So it's like, well, <laughs> because we're not gonna be able to. What's we're gonna do on We're gonna be used to seeing humans all the time. So it's gonna be a human. Like what the fuck? He's like, "What fight, motherfucker? What fight?" Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's, you know. <laughs> then I want you to leave because then you can stream their shitty programming. <laughs> yeah. one, one th a little serious like that 
the aspect of it that like they're they're cultivate they're doing it on purpose like Amazon's yeah. doing this on purpose trying to keep people at home yeah. that I don't see I think that's the responsibility of every individual it is is yeah. to be like look uh, this does empower me to do that right. and trust me man the, there's days I want to crawl under the bed and fucking cry <laughs> for the state of the world and like I don't <laughs> yeah. want to go out it, it scares the shit out of me yeah but yeah, that's that's everybody's responsibility. It is everybody's and, responsibility. And that person who comes out of their house like barking at everybody <laughs> is just sort of like, holy shit. And now they got, they they have inspiration, to for lack of a really better word, with the, the Klebolds and the Elliot Rogers of the world. The people who have shot up places, stabbed up places, carnage drived over places, all that shit. Not to go too dark. But I thought of it a few times, like, while we were talking, is the reason I was in Anaheim is... And I, I want to kind of promote this. I do. Because mm-hmm. it, it's not me promoting anything for myself. Right. There's an association called the Association of Threat Assessment Professionals. Mm. They've been around for 29 years. Kind of gets birthed out of the riots that happened in L.A. For very the, all the right reasons that came about for unfortunate reasons. And they're looking at, like, look, look. There, there's a lot of threat in the world. Mm-hmm. And we want to assess it. And it, uh, there's a lot of shit I won't go into now, but like they can say, look, look, we can we can most of the time see a threat coming, and we can do things to de-escalate that person or that situation, all that shit. Yeah. And so that's where I was. And so I've been doing this now for three and a half years at the hospital. I'm on two committees, and we deal with all sorts of either threatening or disruptive behaviors. And so we're talking about that shit as uh, in an interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary <laughs> kind of fucking <laughs> council, and um. I was just at this conference, man, and we learned shit that's – it's it's either in the news right now or it's not even in the news. And, I mean, they're presenting – I'll give you an example. Uh, two years ago, the guy who ran the Vegas shooting, the police officer oh. in charge of the moment mm-hmm. yeah. while it's happening, as it's happening, what's going on. And he presented for like two hours and showed video nobody's ever seen that, wow, and, and talked about it and talked about like the dynamics on the ground. And I grew up in one of those households where my dad talked shit about police officers and tried to turn something. And like this, this um, assessment threat assessment professional community is mostly uh, law enforcement officers and more and more mental health practitioners working together. Mm, okay. And so I've gained a. Sh- I wouldn't say I disrespected them, but I was an idiot. And up until a point, you know, now I'm like working with them, and I'm seeing I'm like these guys see the worst shit every All fucking the time. day. Yeah. And, that's a part of it. So, yeah. but I, I want more people. Like, if anybody listens to this, like, to to engage that, to not just go into like terror mode and lock themselves down at home and order their Amazon because going to Costco and this has crossed my mind. It's like I don't want my loved one to be shot in the back of the head by some deranged. As John Douglas is the guy who he watched the show Mind Hunters. Yes. Yeah. He, that John Douglas is the guy who created the FBI unit for okay. that. His okay. book is Mind Hunter, okay. and in his book he starts referring to these guys as what he calls inadequate cowards. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about like way back to Kemper and Manson yeah. and all those dudes. Right. He used, and I, I agree with that, and not in a hostile way towards them. I think you know there's sympathy for the devil, and these guys also needed love at a certain age. Some of them were deranged, and there was no good that was right, going to come. Right. I believe in that with humans. To a very small percent. Like right. my buddy Ryan likes it's to argue with wrong. me. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, there are some people, I believe some people are born evil. I will say they're, that. They're broken. Yeah. And it's 0.00001%. I, I agree. But they are. And and I feel yeah. that way. And I got yeah. a buddy who's in therapy and like, we go, we, we don't argue with each other, but we totally 100% disagree on that. He's like, no, everybody's born, what's it, whole, complete, and lacking in nothing. It's just like, I can't agree with that buddy. No, I can't I've been around either. some bad motherfuckers. Like, I have. Yeah, dude. Yeah, back to the point, it's like, I want people to learn more about this stuff because, mm-hmm. like you said, like the Krav Magra stuff you're learning, right? Yeah. This is 
uh, enhancing those psychological muscles that has to deal with the fucking fact of the day. Yep. Like, there are people walking into places with guns nobody should fucking have. There are people walking in yeah. with knives, cars. It's not just the guns. That's right. The argument's skewed towards the gun because it's like, yeah, you can argue that down and be like, well, that's not real. It's really, really rare. Yeah. And it's like, you're not wrong statistically. But then the stabbings, the fucking carnage drives, yeah. mm-hmm. the other shit, the bombings, the fucking grabbing of the planes, all this shit. Like, that adds up. Yeah, like, it does. Right. So The problem with the gun is it's easy to have it get away from you. You might have brought totally. it out to threaten somebody, but yeah. two shots later, that guy's dead. Yeah. With right. a knife, you really have to try to kill somebody with a knife. And then you you got... might stab him a couple times and go, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Uh, I want to go back to fiction. That Sorry. wasn't fiction. No, 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 no. No, I was thinking Mindhunter. Like, oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to oh. refer to a dra- dramatized program. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I just want to encourage more people to learn about this. There's a yeah. there's a whole community that has created bodies of literature about this shit. There's a lot of research done. A lot so of reading. interesting. I want people to, yeah, really lean in because it's. It's terrifying. Yeah. It makes sense to be like, I don't I don't even want to think about that. And it's like, tough shit, buddy. Welcome to yeah. 2019. That's the way it is. We're going linear time, goes forward, not backwards. Yeah. And, yeah. and not what we're going to do about it other than to try and stop it. And again, it comes back to community. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All over and over and over again. Yeah, family is that sort of like dark past. <clears throat> but the community has to deal with the fact that like, you know, Mr. Rogers' kid has acted bizarre. And from what I've heard, communities, neighborhoods used to lean yeah. in and be like, yeah, the hey. Rogers kid, yeah. <laughs> I need to go talk to his dad. Like, mm-hmm. I need to say something rather yeah. than these days, very nimby, not in my yes. backyard. Right, 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 right. And I think that's the kind of the cancer in the well of, I will go deep and say, American society. Uh, there is. The I, bootstrapping. I would, agree. I would definitely agree. It, it has, I think it has a lot to do uh, with that type of behavior for sure. I had a, I saw a cartoon probably about... 12 years ago, like a printed little cartoon like Garfield or whatever. Um, and it was, and it kind of sums it up. And it said, like, 1956, and it had what was a teacher and then a student, and then the the parents were behind the teacher yelling at the student. Uh-huh. And then it said, like, 2012, and all of a sudden the teacher was, or the, the parents were behind the student yelling at the teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the whole, society's really triangulated the like, teacher into happened? the role of the parent. Uh, yeah. And it's like, no. Nah, dude. I get that. It's, this probably the second most important role in society. Is yeah. Parenting mm-hmm. being the first. It's just like, I would say so. But you got to be fucking kidding me, man. I know. You can't do I know. it all. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You're fucking... Your kid... Your kid is fucking... His brain... His or her brain's not fully developed. This person up there is getting paid shit money <laughs> to try to help your fucking dumb kid develop something to at least realize, okay, this is how society works. Yeah. This is how it's supposed to be. And you're there to post. You're there as a parent to initially instill that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm there to basically teach them other, you know, other things of other knowledge and life and other have, skills. Yeah. yeah. And then at the same time, we are the ones that are supposed to support this little person. Yep. Yeah. So then they can grow up to actually be able to live and survive in this yeah. fucking place. The phrase it takes a village. Like yeah. it's it does accurate. It does take and a village. Like the parents. Well, I would see ultimately their function is like, well, you, you fucking brought this thing into the world, dude. Like, that, that, that is on you and it <laughs> yep. never will not be yep. on you. Yeah. Maybe, right. I guess, the rest of your I, life. I, I'm, I'm always so careful with my words because I'm sure there's a situation out rape? there where, yes, I mean, <laughs> right. Where someone would be like, yeah. I didn't choose that, but I chose it. Oh, that's a, but, but it's you, true. It's happened. It's happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, but it's like ethical humanity 
Yeah. You, and some people will go with morals. I'm not. I'm not big on. I see a big distinction. Right. Morals has you can always pull that God thing out of your pocket and be like, well, I'm right because of God. <laughs> like, and it's like the ethical humanity is like it's all on us, all of us. Yeah. That's it. There's no That's God. That's true. That's so, true. So ethical humanity, while the you know, like saying the teacher passes on information and that turns into knowledge, and they could use that to cultivate skills. But Correct. like to be what we call a decent human being. That's on the fucking that's on parent. The parent. That's on the parent. That's 100%. That totally. Yeah. yeah. It starts there and ends there. No, that's a, that's a hundred percent accurate. And I didn't mean to like make light of joke as far as rape. We were laughing. I'm saying rape because no, there no, are no. there are things that the, we were the, joking the, about my hesitation to use the word rape. Right. 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 <laughs> because I get because it's true. I mean, yeah. it's and it's unfortunate, but there is circumstances like that. Yeah. Yep. Luckily, and it's very low. But nonetheless, but yeah, well, it's about being. There. Being a decent, yeah, yeah, being a decent person, whatever it is, it is. It's all. Yeah. It, it's the parents first. Yeah. And we were saying though, like some people, some some kids. I I agree too. I think some kids were people in general, just born broken, born evil. Yeah. I I, I mean it's it's it sucks. But here's the thing: is you know we talk about like you don't want to know. Like I don't want to. I don't want to know about the truth. That kind of things. As far as like when we we're talking about a people how they are how they can behave how evil they can be whatever this and that i'm just going to stay inside here instead and just order you know order shit mm -hmm. from amazon <laughs> it's it's the well, the whole thing is 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 you know it's about learning about it even though you don't want to learn about it you don't want to you don't you don't want to see it you don't want to see the facts it comes out to it's just giving you knowledge to prepare because that's going to happen it's kind of like most most kids that end up getting shot by a gun you know in the household because the parents weren't like, hey, here's what this gun is. Yeah. Here's what it does. Yep. Here's how you unload it. This is, this is. They, instead, they hide it because, well, I got a gun, but I can't show my kid yeah, because I don't want them, to I don't want them in. It. And then the fuck kid fucking, because we all know fuck kids go everywhere. Yep. And they're going to be like, oh, boom. Yeah. You know, and, and they're just so afraid to teach their kid about the gun, what it can do, what you shouldn't should do, and all this and that, yeah. that they think that hiding is better. So with humans like that, they think hiding's better when it isn't. If you actually learn about it, it gives you better chance of survivability and actually. Yeah, because then you'll know what to do in that situation. Exactly. I got. Um, I can bring up my daughter again. I got her. God, you enough with your fucking daughter you already. God damn it. <laughs> can we name this podcast? Yes. <laughs> so, her Instagram handle is. Um, <laughs> but um, but. You made, I made yourself, her get certified. You didn't say the handle. <laughs> you made yourself yeah, laugh. I, was just kidding. I wasn't going to do it. Oh. I wasn't really, really going to oh, do it. You know what? Uh, can I... Can I yeah. uh, wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, we could say things on here that could attract attention to people that oh, yeah. we don't want to... <laughs> Note to self. Oh my God, my mind is just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I had her take the certification class over at the, um, the one in Tempe, whatever that fucking place was. It was the shooting range. She went there and got certified mm -hmm. on how to handle a gun. Not be, and I don't even have a gun. But being in Arizona, I know the neighbor probably does, and her friends oh, yeah. probably do. So yep, if it definitely. comes up and some, you know, some idiot friend pulls it out, I think she was like twelve when we did it, or thirteen. When some idiot pulls it out, like she's, oh hey, I know what to do with that. Yeah. Stay the fuck away from it. Yes, you know, you yeah. should learn the dangers of it because I couldn't teach her that skill. But, but that's you the, have to know. You can't just hide that shit from. No, you can't. You're, you're, you're putting everybody else in danger by fucking hiding it. Yeah. If you're gonna hide it, then don't fucking own it. Yeah, it's, right. that's the bottom and line. It, it's like. Oh, you, you brought something up earlier where like the buzzwords these days are mindfulness and flow states where you're totally, you said a hundred percent present while you're doing the Cobb McGraw shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's like it, intention becomes a big part of it because there's a lot of these people like they don't have any 
uh, malicious intent, right? By keeping the information from their kids. True. Right. They, True. They, they, they love their kids and yes. they, they want the best for them. And that's everybody. how they think to protect it. Exactly. And it's just like, it, it cuts both ways and you know, you need to think more about it. And you ultimately you need to lean into that fear and get the fuck over it sure. because you can't, you know, I just been said a billion fucking times by Einstein. Um, like you, you can't live in fear. Like you can. That's a shitty life. It is a shitty life, and now. and so you got to engage the fear, and you'll realize it's sort of like, oh, there was really not much to be afraid of. Like, yeah, it's always, it's always so, so. Fear is so much bigger in your mind than it is in yeah. reality. And I forgot what is what they said is like fear is 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 not durable. It, it hmm. once you break it, you just realize like, oh. It wasn't that fucking bad, you know? But we just make it out to be in our heads so much more bigger than it really is. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense, right? I mean, like like you said, uh, there's this reptile brain that literally was our original fucking brains tens of thousands of years <laughs> yeah. ago that yeah. developed for a purpose. Because exactly. we it's important to fear certain aspects of the environment. Absolutely. It makes, yeah. yeah you got we're... fucking saber-toothed tigers coming at you. You probably, <laughs> you're going to be like, I got this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. James yeah. and I are pretty soft and pink. I don't think we're going to be able to. <laughs> Dude, I've lost 25 pounds in your face. <laughs> All right, bitch. I just mean compared to... No, no. Pounds. That hurt. <laughs> you're right. You're not pink no, no. anymore. No, let, let, that's a great segue because... Um, <laughs> What happened was April, t- and I'm not kidding. Like this is a marker for me. April 27th, we're sitting by Brett's pool, and he looks at Jose here. Looks at me, and he says, "You fat fuck." <laughs> <laughs> and it fucking it didn't hurt. It it made sense, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, Christ. I've been lying to myself, dude. <laughs> I have." Jesus, you look terrible. <laughs> two, I'm not kidding. It was a little over two months later. Lost 25 pounds. Perfect. I like got nice. serious and figured it out, and it was like serendipity kind of <laughs> showed up because. That was a Saturday. I show up to work on Monday and this guy I'm working with says like, for no reason, he's just like, hey man, me and my wife are using this app and it's the Carb Manager app and it's not about carbs entirely. It's about nutrition and balancing and macros. And, all. and I was just like, really? This, not, you, like, I, it's on my mind. Because like, nobody wants to be, you know, a fat fuck. Nobody yeah. wants to be that big. And then I was just like, oh fuck. You know, and I was like, here we go. I got the tool. Lost 25 pounds. Thank That's you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah. That's good, man. We don't have an applause button or we'd hit it right now. <laughs> well, we can do post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay! Oh, golf clap. Uh, I think, no, I, I, I'm glad that uh, that you, I mean, like we were saying when we met a couple weeks ago, it's just like you, your energy is even fucking different. Like you, I could tell that you feel different. You feel better. And, and I, I honestly think that, you know, exercise and like fucking weight loss and nutrition, it's a huge part of that, you yep. know? I, you know, I saw... And it was kind of like a meme, you know, because they also got the serious memes in a way. You know, I saw a picture, I think, of a of a kitchen and like food or whatever and like that. And he's like, and and it, and then a, I think it had a picture of the gym, and it said, you know, over the fucking food, it said, no, on the, over the gym, it said, this is the easy part, right? Yeah. Because it is, yeah. I, it, it seriously is. The fucking eating, the diet, the nutrition—that's the fucking hardest thing of all. That's, yep. and not only is it the hardest part of it all, it's fucking. 70 to 75 percent it is of it as well so that's why it's so hard but i mean i'm glad that you uh you know uh, that you went fucking do that and you i mean you look good glad you brought the tough love bro (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) another story years ago and it was right before i moved to hawaii because i was at 220 pounds then and i i really had no insight uh like what i had done i've been working out a lot at the office where i worked and but i i packed on a lot of bulk Mm -hmm. and uh 
I'm sitting there, and it was kind of like a going away party. You guys might even come to that. I'm not sure. But while we're sitting there, and it was early in the yes, evening. when you were going to Hawaii? Yeah, it was I right before I, I moved to Hawaii. I think I do remember that. I don't remember going anyway. And, and a, a guy shows up who I knew, and we were friendly, not, not friends or nothing. But I knew he had a little bit of a, a bone with me. I was kind of like, I, I was friends with his wife. And I think he took that person. I gotcha. All we did was geek out to comic books. That's it. Dude. And but like, okay. And yeah, and, and a, <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> On top of comic books. So. <laughs> and he shows up and literally he doesn't even say hello to me. First thing he says is, man, I heard you got fat, but damn. <laughs> That's what he fucking that was his said? Wow. Yeah, and I could tell. I was like, yeah. I, I knew enough at that age. I was just like, oh, you're telling me something about yourself, not about me. That's fine. Sure. I, I, but it made me realize I put on weight, but that it was zero motivation in that. Right. Like it right. didn't work at all. Like right. what you said to me worked. Because uh, it, it seemed to come from a place of like authenticity, like genuineness, whatever. Like, it, but that no. one didn't work at all. That was for an insult though. He's trying to yes. attack you. And he really him. wanted to hurt me. And right. I was just like, it didn't hurt at all. Like it gave me some insight to be like, okay, you're now you're beyond arm's distance. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. like it's all right, dude. You're not in this circle anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> right. I, I, I guess so. Exactly. So, yeah. But it's, it's, uh. it's interesting. How those, you could say almost the same exact words. Intention comes back. Yep. And it does. Uh, that's that kind of the quote that I heard. God, I wish I could remember. I even got to save it on my phone, but it's that thing of like, uh, I really don't want to misquote it. Oh, you misquoted so we can have another meme from yeah, Einstein, yeah. okay? <laughs> from Einstein. By the way, I want another buy another URL and call it Einstein's memes. And I think we should just generate thousands of fucking yeah, false quotes from Einstein. Yeah. I think Music it's great. lyrics, everything. So here it is. It says, you will never be criticized by someone who is doing more than you. You will only be criticized by someone doing less. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Critics. So, that's, again, the couch people, the fucking people that, you know, yep. uh, Rogan said something so fucking funny. I think Rogan's going to be the next Albert Einstein, honestly. So, Rogan <laughs> He's said something. He's definitely going to be quoted. But there were recordings of him. But Rogan, Rogan. Yeah. Uh, but he had said, you know, um, I had listened to him when he was talking to Kevin uh, Hart. And he's like, yeah, you know, these people fucking, because Kevin's like, you know, people always fucking writing comments. Like, how long, how hard does it take to fucking just, you know? And, and Rogan's like, yeah. He's like, you don't see Michael Jordan fucking writing comments on YouTube, do you? Because <laughs> champions don't fucking do that shit, you know? <laughs> okay. Another meme, one of, honestly, one of my top ten favorite memes for years ago, I saw one, and it's just like, it's not your successful friends who are posting memes on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, oh, God! Oh, shit! Boom! That's a fucking Seriously, truth. the world's largest mic just got dropped, <laughs> yeah. and it belongs That's to whoever a... the fuck Einstein, because he said that, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he definitely did. said that. There's no doubt about it. That's the first meme Dude, on I gotta Einstein. Ask, I gotta ask, what the fuck is that thing in the bathroom on the counter? What fucking thing? <laughs> that black oh, sex my... toy looking thing. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> We're gonna try that out. How do you mount on that? I just need... <laughs> Well, it's got the tripods. Did you see it? I did. So you it has, actually mount the head. It, it has like measurements on certain sides. The fantastic thing is the gimbal part. So you can fucking go sideways and it's always upright no matter it's how not, you move and how you lay down. It's one of those things you look over and you're like, this thing doesn't belong here. <laughs> what the fuck is that thing doing in the bathroom? I've been it's in like, 100,000 bathrooms in my life. And, yeah. <laughs> and never like, seen and that. that makes it perfect. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, a conversation piece. Yeah, in the bathroom. Of course. Yes. Yeah. That's what I put it in there for. Yeah. Okay. I started I talking to my penis. I, I was like, do you yeah. see this thing? Like, I didn't have the fucking dildo on there? <laughs> no. Fuck. Somebody oh. took the dildo. It's supposed to... <laughs> oh, I'm not looking at anybody's well, direction it's, it, that, it's actually supposed to have the flashlight on there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so what the fuck is it? It's a camera. It's a, it's a camera. It's a, right. it's a gimbal, a Ronin S, which uh, basically I put the camera on there and it's, a, the it's a three axis gimbal that you can turn upside down, sideways, this and that, and it just fuck keeps everything level. It's right like on. it's like a dolly. It's a level. Okay, got it. Yeah, that makes it's sense. It's like yeah. a dolly. Yeah. In the bathroom. The fucking the thing is awesome. Yeah, it's in the That's, bathroom. I think we always start to add that to the end of every sentence. I have to put that. <laughs> <laughs> In the bathroom. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. <laughs> uh, well, speaking in the bathroom, I don't, we don't have segue, but should we uh, open up Brad's fucking letter here? Yeah. See what we got? Yes. I don't know how long it's going to be. I guess hey, that, that envelope looks mighty thin. Yeah. Yeah, well... I think we should give visual cues here. It's, it's a little different now because now that I go first. visit him, because I just went and saw him um, last Saturday, mm-hmm. and... Uh, God, he got some fucking stories. So. <laughs> okay. I almost don't want to imagine, you know? like. Uh... uh there's, there's just some crazy stuff. There's some interesting stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, oh. Nice, got a little dude. drawing oh, this time. Oh, look at that. That's fucking awesome. Damn. Well, explain yeah. it. I mean, there's, <laughs> there are literally brightly colored tigers. There's a tiger face at the top and a tiger, a full tiger at the bottom. I'm trying to say, fucking and, awesome. Um, I think he did actually draw. So, yeah, it's brightly colored. It's got a nice, of course, like bright yellow border. But, yeah, tiger head at the top left. Colored... Just nicely colored, actually. And then he's got the tiger on the bottom, pouncing, in a sense, I guess. Those are ridiculously talented. That's amazing. Yeah, so we're starting a... We're actually going to start a... um, a B-Red uh, shirt line where it's all his artwork that we're going to scan and, po- and print on shirts and nice. sell them as yeah. a prison line. Yeah, right sell them as a prison line and then send the money back to him. Yeah. <laughs> I, not to be a damn can you do that? I thought there was laws against that. Like Charles Manson can't make any money off his own music. Other people... Right, but that's like if... It, there, There's a little... Yeah, there's a little gray right there, but the thing is is that we were making money and then we're just kind of donating it back to okay. him in a sense. You cool. Know? All right, so Brad's letter isn't extremely long. Like I said, most of the time they, ha- they haven't been crazy long only because I've been actually being able to talk to him uh, more frequently. But he is going back to Nevada on, in December. So that'll oh, be really? yeah, 100%. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They didn't extend the contract, didn't do anything. So as he says, they're going to get fucking sent back on the train probably oh definitely in December. They'll probably start preparing like November. But there was 200 of them out here originally. I think he said, I think a hundred of them have been sent back. Um, But yeah, so... It's like a professional sports team, right? Trading? Yeah, trading, right. That's exactly (laughs) like it. (laughs) You have no say in it. You're just like, all right, I'm going over here. That's just, I mean, it's like cattle, man, for sure. But, you know... New Jersey, at least? Uh, (laughs) Not not until you guys print it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was saying that he signed up for some classes because... And uh, it's crazy. So we we just kind of touched a little bit on like prisons, not so much reform, right? More yeah. profitability. And, and really, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm not, honestly, because that's kind of how it is. But uh, here in Arizona, so in Nevada, I guess, they have classes. And in Arizona, they have classes for inmates, right? I told Baden this already. And uh, it's basically just to kind of, it's called uh further or something it's so it just helps you you know helps the inmates like read and whatever it is go to school for certain things and just you know basically grow a little bit right yeah, yeah a little more knowledge whatever it is well in nevada lifers aren't allowed to take classes because they already they feel oh they're already done there's no reason for them to learn anything else so they're not allowed to take these fucking classes to help them grow here they are and so 
so Brad's been taking quite a few of them. And so he signed up for some. And then he also said, yeah, and then I also get fucking more money on my paycheck. I get a full paycheck, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, he said it's another three bucks. So I think he's up to like $30 a, a paycheck, which in prison is, I guess, good money. Yeah. That's what I understand. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, so he wrote he writes me August 9th, 2019. He starts out with, hola, how's life? any car wrecks lately because you know i <laughs> yeah. totaled my truck which is why i have a white truck now okay. i got an accident um what in june father's, father's day, day weekend yeah. father's day weekend i had to call baden up he helped me out <laughs> uh and he says haven't haven't heard from you in like a year when she's being an asshole because it's only like fucking three <laughs> weeks ago i know time is different there but <laughs> <laughs> What's a, what's a year in prison? <laughs> Dog years. Yeah. So he goes on to say, I hope you didn't wreck. Then my joke ain't funny. But your face will still be ugly. <laughs> Perfect. He's like, so this is the kind of shit he always just says. He's just, um, you know, he doesn't, he's always been joking. He just tries to have this fucking positive attitude. I, I can't imagine the dark moments that he has and mm-hmm. how dark they can be. But I'm sure they're fucking there quite yeah. often, you know. Uh, he said, I did hear you say you got in a wreck, but no scars or casts. So I figured you just hit a liberal in an electric car with your 5,000 pound steel American one. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got time for political jabs, huh? You must watch a lot of fucking CNN. There are a lot of uh, moments that bring you back to junior high, and you're like, "Well, we can still use that word." Okay, all right. I like how he just goes like he's just like. uh, I mean, he just takes it. Got in a wreck, but you didn't have scars or cast. So I figure you hit a liberal in an electric car with your five (laughs) thousand. That's it. Every pen that he sat back. Yeah. yeah that's fucking That's good. a layer. That's a layer. Yeah, exactly. Going to wait Peel that one back. It's okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he goes on. I got back and I was like, oh my God, he used OMG. <laughs> oh, dude, Brad, you fucked. <laughs> what happened to you? Like, OMG. <laughs> He's texting you. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to have to tell him, don't ever, ever text me OMG again. Aren't you telling him right now? I am. Brad, I'm telling you right now, but I'm going to fucking tell you next well, next time I go see you. Yeah. Or we could soft sell this and be like, I wonder what OMG means. Maybe that's a prison term. What is it? Is that all lowercase? Yeah. Or? All, 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 all uppercase. All uppercase. Uh, yeah, he said, oh, my God, he said car wreck, and I only cared about me. Well, you know, it is prison and all, I mean... Not like he has a lot of people (laughs) kind of giving a shit too much about him, I'm sure. So he says, so I'm here until at least December. Rumor says longer, but I think that's all shit. We'll find out in December. So I think originally that's what he thought. And then he realized when they told him, like, yeah, there's no fucking extension. There's nothing. So I think something to do with Kansas or Kentucky fucking prisoners getting fucking transferred over here. You imagine that fucking bus ride? (laughs) I'm thinking of the supply chain of it all. How do you organize this shit? Like, what diabolical machinations are going on? And it's oh. like, we got to take all these guys that are making us money over here. I don't even... <laughs> I don't fucking train. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. It's huh? like, is one prison that much different than another? That's... Maybe it is. Like, Well, they were remodeling just... the one in Nevada. That's why they're all... Okay, the upgrades are being right? made. 
It, it's fucking. If he's in a shit, that's the shit you don't think about. Like it's like I never would have crossed my fucking mind. No, so, but it's he not any say, bigger. But they're gonna fit more cells in it. <laughs> he did say it's that's a little bit better. Well, he says there's pros and cons to both of them uh-huh. over here. But you know, over here it's it's a little bit better. He goes, uh, you know, like the classes, for instance, right? You know, a little bit better. He also, I said, well, how's the fucking food here? He's like, oh, <clears throat> he's like the other day I had a fucking al- uh, I had dog food. You know, I'm like. Like what? So what is it? He goes, you take Alpo and you put water. In it. <laughs> and he goes, I saw fucking guard, guards walking by. And he's like, my dog wouldn't even eat that. You know, I'm like, God damn, man. That's yeah, terrible. But I don't know. Like I think the food, I don't think is much different. Here they'll give you treats as far as when it's you know a, a holiday. I don't know in Pahrump, you know Nevada if they do or not. But uh, but yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons no matter where you go. You know, it's just fucking. It's fucking prison. How fucking good can yeah, it get? Yeah, it's, like, <clears throat> it's like a luxury prison here. So he goes on to say, so I tried like four times to call. I spoke with some guys in here and it said that and it said that if you have a blocker on your phone that kills robocalls or telemarketers, then it also blocks ours. So which is weird because I actually contacted Verizon and I got no fucking blocks on anything. Uh, so I don't know what's fucking going on. So I figured probably I would just think block- rumor blows up in a place like that. <laughs> oh, like, no, I don't mean that. Like even no, that's how, that's how it gets around. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's just like the telephone game must be going on all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. It is fucking crazy how they communicate in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it, it's interesting. I, it's interesting when you realize how fucking humans will find a fucking way. You know, mm-hmm. just just like life will in general, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, rumor fucking goes around and. I'm sure they have their good sources and their bad sources. <clears throat> so he goes, that's probably it. <laughs> or you need to get off her every every now and then, put clothes on, and answer the phone. <laughs> oh, now he's a sex therapist. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Dr. Ruth. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming from a guy that hasn't had a chick in 25... I should say. Ooh! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Dr. Ruth would be telling you to get on her tomorrow. I don't think Dr. Ruth has ever told anybody to stop having sex. Oh. <laughs> uh, interrupt sex? I don't... I, you know what? I'm not that familiar with Dr. Ruth. <laughs> gonna... I just saw her face. It makes me not want to have fucking sex. <laughs> fucking... Ugh. Uh, he goes... <laughs> he goes on to say, Hey, I got one for you. This damn kid in here is 23. Fuck. Ooh. He looked at the almanac and said, oh man, cool, like Google, but in book form. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. Fuck. Yeah. I'm sure Brad's probably like, Google? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? What? Is that a sex move? What is that, dude? (laughs) Yeah, I don't, he doesn't know how to fucking work a computer. He's never fucking been able to. And he's not allowed near one? No. That's you're not shitty, right? Yeah, dude. Fuck. That's <laughs> what I don't fucking understand either. I mean, you're no. telling me that China can lock down an entire country and you can't lock down a fucking prison? Yeah, yeah. I can I can see I can see certain reasons coming about being like, look, we gotta be careful about what kind of shit this person yeah. can access, but like, really? You're gonna keep this guy from a computer? What, what right. I mean, he's in prison already. Well, not like, only is he in prison, he's in prison since 94. Like, it'd be one thing if some fucking, oh, you're arrested for fucking hacking, or you're in prison for hacking, okay? Yeah. You're not allowed yeah. by a fucking computer <laughs> yeah. or any type of electronic devices. No You've been in prison since 94, how much do you know how to computer? 
What's a computer? All right, let's just have him. Yeah, He's okay. I'm a, I'm a whiz at Oregon Trail. Yes. <laughs> this guy thinks Google's a book. <laughs> fine. Einstein said that. He's still... Einstein, all lowercase, Einstein said that also. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, wow. he's, he's always like, I don't even know how to fucking turn those fucking things on. He said they got a fucking phone snuck in one time, and he's like, we're just looking at it, and like, and somebody's like, you can find porn on it, so we're trying to fucking access it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so many men were killed over that phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's fucking, it's, 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 it's crazy. So he goes on, oh man, okay, so he goes, he says, oh man, like Google, but in book form, I almost smacked him, he says. <laughs> a Google book, a Google book, what, what the Sam hell? Haha. Uh-huh. Alright, so then he goes on to say, so I'll try to call one more tonight between 6 and 7.45. Obviously, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that he writes it, you're going to get it two weeks Dude, later. Like, talking about time being different in yeah. prison. Seriously. <laughs> Jeez. Right. <laughs> it would be like email, right? But this is a fucking like, letter and shit. <laughs> Wrote the 9th, got back on the 14th. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that's applause. Uh, yeah, that's fucking. Uh, I'll try to get the phone as close to seven as I can. Uh, we'll see uh, what it say on your phone. So check or the tenth, not ninth, August tenth, seven p.m. or thereabouts. <laughs> Time to get your phone out. See if you try calling. I'm going to tell you, you know I get your letter to the 14th, right? <laughs> so, so, I waited on August 7th. Yeah, but or the 10th. Or the 9th. Or the 9th. Or whereabouts. <laughs> thereabouts. Oh, man. Uh, or thereabouts. Uh, so he goes, oh, bye ye. Fucking <laughs> right. Uh, he says, it's my 25th anniversary, August 29th, 1994, till Boo. Boo? Over. Boo, oh. like boo. And then hashtags, no. send the photos. <laughs> Sorry. It Jose. literally has a hashtag in there? <laughs> hashtag, send the photos. <laughs> you don't even know what that means. Because no, I told him, he's like, I don't know what hashtags mean. No. And he's like, poop emoji. So he drew, so he drew a poop emoji. Oh, he's got the fucking texting down. Seriously, he's dude. He's a master of it. That's brilliant. Texting via letter. Yes. Emojis. Oh, emoji. Oh, everything's different now. <laughs> OMG. Yeah. yeah. Uh, OMG. Poop emoji. So, uh, so yeah. So, that was uh, a letter from B Red right there. So, that a little bit short. Is but amazing. Like, our work is amazing. Our work is pretty awesome, I have to say. I mean, no, he, no shit, dude. He drew that. That's high quality. Yeah. It's fucking nice. Can I, was he an artist before he went in? No, God, like, no. No? Okay. He's got time. I, yeah, he's well, got a little time. No computer. Use that time well. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, yeah. That's fucking amazing. I really thought that was printed on the paper. It took me a while. That's why I was leaning yeah, in and staring like at it. I wasn't Because it looks close. like it, huh? Yeah. I, seriously, I was just like, this looks like it was yeah. printed. Yeah, it does the, look like it. It's but. so carefully fucking A, man. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of times he, he draws something and then he'll make copies of it so he can sell it like mm-hmm. uh, greeting cards, shit like that, you know? Uh-huh. But right on, it's pretty fucking crazy what he... Does and what he goes to, but as you can see, you know, just the way, I mean, the interaction's the same, but you can see, like, he's not a fucking down, he's not a, like, all, he's not serious, most of the time he's just kind of fucking... Sounds like he's moved through the acceptance phase of grief a while Quite back. a bit, yeah, yeah a quite back. a bit. Yeah. I mean, really, to one point, you have to, you know, I mean, 
what other choice do you got at that fucking point? Oh. Either you fucking sit there exactly. and just fucking die. You do have another choice. Or you yeah. just... And it's just an awful yeah. choice. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah. You want to get stabbed, you want to get shot. I mean... It's just not much, you know. Like, well, they both suck. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Do you want you want your you know left finger fucking cut off or your fucking right finger cut off? Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck. You know? It's just it's it's crazy, but it is a choice. It and, is a choice. I was gonna say that. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's just, it's, it's almost like a survival mechanism type choice. It, know, is. it is one of the like starkest black and white choices you get to make. You know? Yeah. It's like I can either be fucking miserable and check out, or or just enjoy what ride I have yeah. to me. Yep. Yeah. Fucking a, man. And you want to talk about situation. you want to talk black and white? They're fucking <coughs> laws in in prison are fucking black and white. Yep. I mean, a hundred percent. You know, and and he always like his tell he tells me all sorts of different shit, and it's just like one of those things where he's like, yeah, he goes, I went in there, I can't remember how many years he was in, it was just like two or three, maybe just kind of new, and somebody fucking stole sh- stole some shit, you know, stole somebody's shit, <clears throat> and you know they had like a little fucking kind of like a little meeting area where like who stole the shit whatever and they really eventually found out who it was and <clears throat> they fucking hit the fucking guy brought him down two other guys held him down while one one other guy stomped his fucking hands to, to, to break it Ooh. uh you know and it's like and, it, and he's like if anybody else steals shit that's gonna happen to fucking you you know and yep. it's just straight like it's 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 not like Oh, let's see. So did you steal it? You know, it's just, you stole yeah. it. We it's saw you a... steal it. You have it. Yeah, let's gather the elders and have a roundtable conversation about this. <laughs> no. And so here we go, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it just, it's so, it's so crazy how it works. And that's just the way it works. I mean, that's the way it fucking works over there, you yeah. know? <clears throat> Seems and, like they keep each other in line more than the guards even. Oh, they definitely do. I think they hold each other more accountable yeah, than yeah. anybody else. And They fear each other more. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, Right to do so. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, the guards, I mean, I'm sure there are some guards out there, but the guards aren't going to be in there like, you stole to your fucking pop Yeah, some weapon. Yeah. You know, I mean, he said, he's like, you know, if you get stabbed in prison, it's, it's for a reason. It's you, you, you did something that deserved a mm-hmm. stabbing, you know? You earned it in a way. You, yeah, in a sense, yeah. Unless, he goes, unless you're a rapist or something like that, then you you automatically get stabbed. Like, there's no fucking, you know, there's no warning. It's just, you just yeah. get fucking stabbed automatically. Yeah. But, it is interesting his shit that he says and and uh, everything we talk about and it's just fucking nuts, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so I usually go over there and I buy him a, uh, something from the fucking vending machine. You know, it's a fucking ice cream sandwich or. I do. That's a luxury, right? I mean, it is. It yeah. is. I mean, they got the commissary and they can still have a few things uh, like that, but but it's definitely an additional treat and mm-hmm. and and you know he's like, I oh, mean, I gotta. I got to watch the sugars, you know, because he's like, he almost got pre-diabetic and he's like, as soon as he got that, yeah. he fucking changed everything, started working out. So now he's back to a good weight and non, not pre-diabetic, but mm-hmm. he's like, I, I try to stay away from sugar as much as possible, but they're not like, they're allowed sugars as far as cookies, things like that, you know, through the commissary, but like fruits and shit like that, they're not allowed because they'll fucking make hooch out of it uh-huh you know uh-huh. <laughs> toilet wine as i've heard it goes yeah and i asked him i asked him uh, i said so have you ever fucking i said okay first i said if you ever got out would you drink you know would you go, would you drink a beer and he goes yeah i definitely like to drink a beer and and uh he goes I, he's like i haven't drank in years and i said so have you drank that shit they make in here and he goes oh man it's fucking foul yeah and uh, and i said yeah he goes yeah it's fucking strong but it's foul and he goes and i had one <clears throat> Back in Ely, he said it was uh, made from grapefruits, and uh, he goes, 
and it was the best one I've had, and it was fucking disgusting, <laughs> and it was foul tasting, you know. And then he goes, Fresca, and <laughs> Shasta. So, so he was telling me, you know, like they're allowed, you know, they're allowed certain sugars, like basically like fruits and things like that, cookies, and that you really like. They'd rather just fucking eat the cookies, you know. So he had said, uh, you know, we tried to do it one time with um, cocoa, uh, cocoa powder, you know, to make hot chocolate. He goes, I'll tell you what, that, you can't separate the sugar from that, at least not in here. We tried to do that, and, and uh, uh, one of my cellies did that. And he, has, he had like a, he's like, it just looks like fucking mud. Said, yeah, it's just gunk, right? He goes, yeah. And he had like this much in there, and he goes, um, and he goes, uh, and, and Brad goes, uh, I... I'll drink that. And he goes, uh, he goes, that shit you, I bet you won't drink that. And he goes, I'll fucking drink it. And he's like, all right, why don't we just fucking split it? So he split it and he's like, he drank it and his fucking buddy punched him in the fucking soul flex and then spit it out and they made it spit it out. And he goes, and after hours I fucking puked and kept puking because that shit just fucking hit me hard. Just, just the garbage. And it was just bad. And he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. He goes, he goes. He goes. The only thing I could taste. The only thing I could tell you is that it tasted like fucking stinky feet. That's exactly what it tasted like. He goes. That's the only thing I could tell you. I even fucking told him. I was like, he's like, you know, because you have to filter. He goes, did you fucking filter this with your dirty fucking socks or something and shit? Because it's fucking disgusting, you know. But he's tidy whiteies. Yeah, but he's never. He's really. He's never had it since and shit. But. He definitely has seen a lot of fucking drug addicts in there. I mean, like people that are still doing drugs to this day, yeah. you know and. It's just fucking nuts, man. It's it's definitely another another world, another planet over yep. there. Yeah. I don't want to visit there. No. I'm going to be honest. No. If Jeff Bezos is like, get on my ship, we're going to go to prison planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jeff, you know, I really want to go to space, buddy. But, uh, but no. not, not prison. I'm staying here. <laughs> I'm good. Yes. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking nuts. But it's it's interesting and, um, you know, at least I get to, at least I get to talk to him about shit. I'm about the only person that really reaches out to him nowadays. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got <clears throat> his mom, unfortunately passed away. And then he's got a couple brothers and a sister who I think his sister every once in a while still writes him, but his other brothers, he doesn't hear anything from them. Unfortunately, you know, well, men are really known for their sensitivity to pain. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> yeah. are. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's, 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 our nature. It's That's our hallmark, abs- right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we love attention. We always need to be around our girl. Oh, it's like when you're suffering. Pick. I can't fucking say it. I can't even keep a straight face. Need alone time. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Um, okay. it's, it's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. If, I'll write him a letter. I know years ago, my, um, a friend of ours, her brother's in prison. and Yeah. She sent it out. She's like, hey, man, you know, brother's birthday's coming up. And, you know, just to... You know, random people write them yeah. letters. I wrote yeah. him a letter, so I mean, if he, yeah, oh shit, I write him a fucking I'm letter. I'm gonna write one too. I haven't done it yet, but that'd be fucking cool. He'd fucking, he'd probably appreciate it. Of his, I own one. So I figured, dude. I mean, that's yeah. that's yeah. like like the ice cream sandwich. That's a luxury. It, it is a luxury. Like, it's the only fucking communication to the outside that they get. You know, yeah. and he fucking other than like, CNN. <laughs> yeah, other than CNN, right? Right. Learning about electric cars. Yeah. Well, he learned OMG from somewhere, dude. Yeah. 
Well, probably some of the young kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, They're in there. Sense. I bet, the, I bet they learn more from the commercials than they do from the. Well, they probably do. I mean, they definitely have a what lot the of. Fuck is that? They definitely have television in there, you know, and um, I guess in I guess in Nevada they're not allowed to have remotes. In in Arizona they are. Holy shit! And I was like, wow, why? Are they, Hardcore. They're gonna make egg. something. Are they gonna fuck it? You're gonna break something. I mean, you're gonna be able to break out because of a fucking remote. I mean, <laughs> rewires it. Environment dictates context. I like yeah. there's a lot. You know, something happened. <laughs> yeah. And they's Probably. like these guys don't get remotes anymore. I don't know if, I, but that use that's usually not the case. They're more <laughs> like. Oh, this can't happen. We're going to do this instead. Like they shut oh, it's shit predictive, down before. Like Minority Report type shit. Like yeah. they're looking down the line. I can't. I don't want to take the side of the warden. <laughs> I just say like <laughs> yeah. I can understand. Like yeah. you're not just trying to keep your staff safe. You're also trying to keep all the prisoners safe. Like yeah. these guys. At the same think, time, these guys will hurt each other. And like, but if you look at oh Arizona allows remotes, why don't we? At the same time, yeah. you know, like. Do they got their shit together over there better than we do? Is that is that the fucking deal? I don't know. Yeah, that's they possible. Should, they should fight about it. Yeah, fight. <laughs> warden to warden fight <laughs> to the death. That's warden a, combat. And that reminds me of the whole like you know wiring the remote. And I just it just fucking popped in my head. I saw on Instagram and I forgot who the fuck posted. I almost want to say Craig Gas posted, but somebody did. And it was the actor of fucking MacGyver, whoever the fuck his name was. Uh-huh. The, that's a picture of him with his car broken down as he's staring at it, just fucking not knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> fucking MacGyver at his fucking best and shit. <laughs> All the shit you can do, you can't fucking fix your car. Can't fix your car. Yeah, your car no. yeah. yeah. Nice. Fucking, fucking MacGyver, man. It was a car Maserati? <laughs> it was an old fucking piece of shit. <laughs> so it's MacGyver in character. Oh, well, remember, Maserati, you're talking about a... Uh, an actor from what the fucking 90s that's probably 80s I don't know he's never done anything since you tell me if he's got a Maserati or not didn't he have a program later on like I, I'm i pretty sure he showed up again in something did he? I think so hmm. it's, yeah is that McGruber? McGruber <laughs> <laughs> that was him? God <laughs> so um, so I guess uh, James you gotta Pretty much almost time for you to go, or are you still okay, or what? I'm still okay. I'm, I'm really hungry, but Bobby did text and said he's not coming today, so I'm not in a massive hurry, but I am fucking starving, so. <laughs> well, we can go get something to eat if you want. Where do you want to go? I don't care. Um, I, I do. I'm watching what I eat, right? So, I don't know what's nearby. Are we really going to talk about... <laughs> Zoe's. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you bored yet? <laughs> They there? shut the oh. shit off when it went deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been recording in an hour. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys ready to roll? Let's start. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording now. How many hours? These aren't plugged in, so battery life is how long? Battery life can be pretty less. Ten hours. No yeah. shit. Yep. Yeah. That's this awesome. This one's down one line only. Is it? Yeah. What's yours? Nope. Full. I put it. I put new ones in today because when we. That's oh, that's why. Did, it was. Uh, Flashing. That's right. Them. Well, let's go get something to bit. fucking eat. Let's do. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on. Hold thanks on. A, thanks a fucking ton for coming, dude. Really oh, appreciate no you coming out here. Like, it's great. seriously, pleasure yeah, on this side of the table. Like, this is nice. I want to do a lot more of this type of stuff, and I enjoy, I enjoy good conversation. Yeah, like, and that's that's ask, all these really are is conversations, recorded conversations. Yeah. Most podcasts, I think, are. I think I think that's what they, they are. You know, it still feels like a conversation. The good ones. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always, yeah, that's what that is supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be a conversation for mm-hmm. the most part. But, um, but yeah, it was, uh, <clears throat> it's always a good time. I, I actually just enjoy doing it because it is, there's those times when 
it, I mean, even from when we were kids to now, you have conversations and you're just like, God, I wish we were fucking recording yeah. this, you know? <laughs> and that's the type of shit that I, I thoroughly enjoy. And as we all, I think, can say, we all have a similar sense of humor where you yeah. can go dark. We find... We, I always say, like, if it's meant to be... Like, if I'm saying it to be funny... That's what it is. I'm not fucking, you know, I, it, there's shit that I will say when it's serious, but that's, that's in another, that's in another, yeah. no, like, mm-hmm. it's funny, it's just funny, and most of the time funny isn't nice. I mean, that's just the way it fucking works, you know? <laughs> got some flaws, <laughs> Albert Einstein said that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I haven't seen that one. That guy was so smart. Was <laughs> so clever, dude. <laughs> Let me put this atom bomb to the side and I'm gonna muse on conversation styles. <laughs> Albert. This is, but we were talking earlier about relationships and bonding and connecting, and this yeah. is I mean, how else is it done by other than sitting around and you know getting to know each other and talking yeah. and sharing and after a while yeah. you know each other so well that you're just like we're really like it's nothing I need to learn about you. I just fucking we're just shooting the breeze. Yeah. That's the cool and, thing. Yeah. And it I've been in boring conversations. Oh fuck! I think I we have. all have. And and there's people, you know, like uh, Kevin Hart was talking. You, you you mentioned right, like like there's critics everywhere, and they're fucking attacking people, and they attack people like Joe Rogan and us. Like get, we're just like we're doing this, and we're gonna put it out there, right? Right, there, right? There's a bit. I wouldn't say like the negative type of ego in it, but there's some ego involved in it. Oh, like, 100%. like I think I'm saying valuable, funny shit, so I'm gonna put it out there and see if right. other people reconnect. And I know I'm gonna get probably for every one person who connects, I, I might get like nine who attack the shit out of me sure. on the internet. But it's just like I've been in dull, boring conversations where I'd rather saw my arm off <laughs> than hear another word out of that person's mouth. That's yeah. so fucking That's true. true. I was like, I'm not recording those. I'm not inviting them over to fucking no, talk. No, no, you know, no, those no. types of things. So. so where do you live? So what's your nearest crossroads? <laughs> I, was just, I live on... Yeah, and uh, I usually take the 50... So what do you... Uh, get, yeah. the, get out. Did you notice the weather today? <laughs> What's gas prices uh, on your side of town? Why are you putting that gun in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, all right. So yeah, we're gonna go get a bite to eat. We appreciate James. Thanks for fucking coming out, man. Thanks uh, for having me. We was love it. It was fucking a lot of fun. I hope you're able to make it out again sometime. Oh yeah. To do the podcast, James is also working on. Your podcast. Um, yep, I'm working on my podcast, which will be a video oriented podcast. Um, and I mean, do I promote? Do I promote? Yeah, yeah, do everything. Um, I'll do all your promotes. So it's yeah. called the four letter words. And uh, as I said earlier, like I work in therapy now. My former career was in uh, rhetoric and composition, which is everybody's favorite, which is very language oriented type things like writing speeches, doing marketing, um, using words to persuade, whether oral or written. So those two things combined and, and starting to do therapy, I realized like, you know, we joke a lot about four-letter words. And the dark one, like, like hope is a four-letter word. Like, sometimes you hear people say that. And I yes. just, that really got us claws into me. And I started thinking, like, there's all these four-letter words like hope, like heal, like make, like, um, uh, shit, uh, good, evil, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, what I want to do is invite professionals on who are also interesting people. And, like, my physical therapist, like, she's super fucking interesting and has a long history of just being a female who started her own business in Arizona, right? Like, she's got some clout, and she involves herself in all sorts of athletics and stuff, and she helped heal me and my brother, who has cerebral palsy, and, like, she worked on him. And she has her own son who's disabled and stuff like that. Well, I, thought like, your dad had, I thought your brother had AIDS. It's a real no, not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're working on that one. <laughs> That's a four-letter word, dude. <laughs> and so I have people on. I, I've already got a list of like 40 people who like, they're like, yeah, I'm down for a conversation. Who I've already had great conversations with. 
And so just want to invite him on. So there's there's a knowledge base being shared. Like, here's some things uh, I do for massage. And, and here are parts of the body, blah, 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 that you can learn from. But also just like do what we did, tangent into real conversation mm-hmm. where it's like, it's allowed to go wherever the fuck you want it to go. Yes. Yeah. And and I and a lot of people agree, like, the internet has really disrupted the way people interact and caused a yeah. lot of, like you said, these armchair warriors to fucking attack the other people in these digital environments. And it's not real, but it's very hostile. Like, I have a friend who owns a restaurant, and people, atta- like, said they wanted to kill his family because their friend lost their job there. Like, that right. type of shit to me was another, like... Well, I, uh, we, we need to talk about these things and the video component is and there's no post-production I'm not doing any editing it's gotta be the natural conversation because I think there's a lot of people these days who don't know what a real fucking conversation is I agree they don't yeah. understand that you can disagree and agree at the same time and yes. still be friends when you leave the table that's right That's right. And, and, and go down rabbit holes that are both serious and then make jokes and, and flex all over the place I think it's a lot of that's been lost for certain people mm-hmm. and so I want to give them that aspect. I, I, there's people already doing Joe Rogan's doing it Sam Harris doing it thousands of people yeah. are doing it I want to contribute to that and yeah. so that's what that's about It's it's got a, a few different things going on and language is a big part of it the very words we use reflect a lot upon the way we're thinking and the way we behave and if we pay a bit more close attention to that we can change for positive ways that we want to change in our life so that that's a lot of it that's cool though that yeah. sounds awesome i've been yeah. working on it yeah. like i said that's what me and bobby were going to meet about this afternoon so he's we're going to meet some evening we're, we set it all up once did a test run and it was just i need a um video switcher mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to go instantly be, from camera to camera yeah and by the way i reached out to brett who uh, I told I told Jose here about Brett a few weeks ago that like uh, knowing Brett for years he's like a dog with a bone when he gets a project and he really loves video and video editing and stuff like that. Right. So I'm hoping I can convince him to be this person because uh, he's the only person I can think of to do it. Like right. Um, so I'm meeting with him tomorrow evening. Actually. Oh, you are? Yeah. And uh, I didn't tell him anything, so I hope he doesn't hear this podcast. <laughs> no, we're not going to know So, yeah, like, this is prison time podcast. Yeah. So we'll yes. to I'm going to mail it home and yeah. then deliver it on my <laughs> This isn't paper? Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to meet with him. I've been excited. It's probably been like three years that I've wanted to do this. And, it, and it's, it's changed, mutated over time. Mm-hmm. But it really started with my buddy Spencer and my buddy Arthur. Like we we were realizing in real time, like this these types of conversations make us feel good. Yeah. We feel bonded and connected and feel you know like just important in our lives. And there's a lot of value happening here, even though we're just like talking about the fucking taco shell. Like, it, like and so I just kept saying, it's like man, you know, record it. And Rogan's doing it. I got a brogance. I, I call it the brogance. I, I, I'm like a lot of guys like. The, you know Joe Rogan, I have a bromance with him and what he does, and it's a beautiful thing. And I think we could do more of it and yeah. positively influence lots of other people to especially stop the attacking each other online. That's fucked up. Oh, that's just it's it's definitely very coward. It's cowardly. Well. It's unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary. And, and I think those people are desperate to connect to other people. Sure. And now they have this tool, and it's being misused. It is. I agree. I agree. It gives it. It gives it gives those people a voice when they should be using their voice for something else. And just like I've told Baden and told a lot of people too, like YouTube. You know, I think I think they need to get rid of that fucking thumbs down uh, icon for oh, YouTube. Oh, right on. Yeah, I I think they do. I think that's a fucking bunch of horseshit because I've seen incredible content um, 
uh, a couple people where they're just telling their fucking story or heard how they came, who they are, or whatever it is, something touching, something awesome, something real and genuine. And it's got like 255 thumbs down. I'm like, why? Just because just because you're just hating just because? Like, yeah. There's no fucking reason for yeah. it, you know? It, it, I look at that and it's like, nobody would fucking hate that unless you're just a miserable, like, yeah. miserable, miserable fuck. And just, that's the only, and that's the only reason. You don't like it? Bounce. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's your reaction to it. Don't like it? And bounce. That's what you, like, the fucking TV has different channels. Like, turn the channel. Turn the dope. fucking yep. channel. And like, if you listened this far into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. And we're like, those guys are assholes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you might want to take a look in the mirror and question what's going on with you. Yeah. Because why the fuck would you listen for three hours? Yeah. That's true. And be like, oh, great, something to shit on. <laughs> I, I, I hey, think watch. that. Here. Again, yeah. back to like being positive. It's like, yeah. I think you want to connect with people. That's really what yeah. I think. And you can't find a way to do it, so you're using the negative way. That's very to true. To shit on other people who are trying. And, and you know, this is an age-old argument about critics who never create anything themselves, but shit all over other people's yep. creations. It's true. It's like, if you're not making anything, shut the fuck up. Yep. It's true. If you make something, I think you do, you could, you could criticize others. But then again, it's sort of like, so fucking what? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of different talent out there. I, did, I fell down the rabbit hole now. But, you know, <laughs> no, I was just saying, I, I think the conversations are therapeutic too. Like, even if nobody listens to a lot of this, like I have a better, I'll have a better Sunday now. Yeah. Because I sat here and talked to you guys about True. it. True. So totally. Like it's, it's therapeutic for me. I know if we go a week, like I go out of town or Jose's up in, in uh, Pahrump. Pahrump! <laughs> <laughs> and he's up there, you know, we don't connect for like a week or two. My wife's like, Jesus, what is your problem? I'm like, uh-huh. I, I haven't done anything. Like I just keep going to work and existing. I need to. I need to go have a conversation. I need an outlet. Well, yeah. then I need to write or record something or do it. And it's, you know, it just I need that. Totally it's being productive in being productive, some yeah. some type of fashion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, not to, that's he's like yeah. The people I'm around at work, it's like I'm not choosing to be around them. <laughs> no. no, that's not a choice. No, no I may no, get no. along and be friendly with them, but you know, you know, after decades, you learn like you're not going to become friends with everybody at work. And as a matter of fact, that and might be a bad idea. Yeah, okay. You don't want it, to. It's risky because those friendships, you know, so it's not a real friendship. First of all, friendships take a long time to build. I could, I'm going to do a few thousand hours on that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, like, but yeah, man, you gotta. It's like yeah, you gotta bond and connect with people. You actually choose to be around yep. like this yes. is my fucking time and i'm choosing to be around you right if that doesn't send a really nice message uh that person's antenna is fucked and like you know you need to yeah. suss it out no everybody's yeah. everybody's time's valuable and if and if there's people that want to have part you know take part of their time to spend with that other person and vice versa that's that's a big thing i mean that's the only that's the only thing of value that we don't treat as value. I mean, we fucking hold on to money, we hold on to property, but time we give away, no problem. Oh yeah, I can. Oh, yeah. And then the and and in reality, that's the only thing we can't ever get back. You know, so it's important By the to way, be able to spend time with somebody like that. Times a four letter word, pal, in your face. It's already on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's gonna talk about time with so me? So it's faith. You and more. Faith. Faith. Do you really want <laughs> four letter word? Faith? And dust. <laughs> uh, holy shit. You zing me. Oh, I got zinged. Publicly. This is humiliating. It's like we're going to edit, right? And there's no post. <laughs> no post. So, um, well, thanks, James, man. Fucking awesome for you to come along. Oh, yeah. Um, Hit us up if you ever want to fucking come by again. Uh, We usually, I don't know, we usually weekends, sometimes Monday night. I mean, we actually kind of open, honestly, too. If we have a schedule that works for everybody, we 
we'll put something out. But all right. we always uh, always down to have a good conversation. Likewise. Hell yeah. And uh, you know, talk shit, have fun, whatever the fuck we want to do. Yeah. Always a good time. But um, we appreciate uh, you guys listening. Check out uh, Juan and Joe Studios on YouTube as well. Don't forget to check out JoseMazaMedia.com. Uh, yep. Check out our shirts, our merch, uh, ktshirts.net. We got minimalist graphic tees. Still got to get that, you know, prison line going. Prison we'll line's going, yeah. Um, and then JuanandJoeComedy.com is where we host the podcast. Um, all our video content is on there and a little bit of background about us. So That's right. And uh, on our YouTube channel, we do have everything from blogging to video skits to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Only audio on that and animations that i do i'm working on some right now so be sure to check those out and uh till then we are done so um have a good sunday we're going off to eat and then eventually i'm off to train some motherfucking legs yes aloha everybody that's a fucking wrap